We are live. We are live. Sabaho, everybody. Sabaho. Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Saturday Morning with Tech. Uh, today is December 12th, 2020. So it is 12 12 2020. Two doubles on a Saturday. What else can we ask for? Um, today's show is actually episode 50. We've turned a cornerstone there. Uh, the first 50 episodes under the belt at this point. This is kind of a big milestone, obviously, for 2020. Uh, it's something that I didn't even think we were going to be even able to reach at this point in time. Not only that, but also uh, I didn't know if actually we were going to be able to continue this one. Like when we started it up again, uh, the show itself just took a life on its own. Um, with that being said, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope everybody's doing great. Uh, just want to make sure that we are running nice and actually hopefully the system is running i'm just going to double check um let me see here and we're going to open it up uh hope you guys are doing great uh first thing first and foremost obviously we're going to say is we're going to talk about a few things that came out this week uh first and foremost is cyberpunk 2077 if you haven't had a chance to play that game uh it is absolutely um amazing the level of detail and the type of work that was done for this game uh, now obviously with any type of launch there's never a 100 everybody's happy kind of thing there are a few some few hiccups that we can talk about so i want to share with you guys my impressions after playing about almost six seven hours worth of uh gameplay so i'm already i've already achieved uh well i've already started uh first and foremost i started with the street kids so that's the the path i chose i'm sure a lot of people will start wondering um and i finally actually did meet up with johnny silverhand so that's the the, the main event what most people want to be able to start playing is that interaction between your character and johnny silverhand which is essentially is the main character of the story uh, a rock star uh vigilante uh anti-terrorism or whatever you want to call him uh, and the story started actually kind of entangling. So I'm at that point where I've already kind of interacted with him. I'm not going to say too much. I'm not trying to make it into a spoiler uh, type of a, an event. Uh, the other thing I also wanted to talk to you guys about today was, uh, you know, the Apple AirPod Max uh, was announced out of the blue, just for no reason. Absolutely. Just boom. It was there. Um, one last hurrah for Apple. One last thing uh, for Apple to kind of uh, push it through. Uh what I did want to actually double check and just to make sure everybody's uh, doing great. Uh, let me see if I can switch over here. I want to turn on the chat. I have a feeling StreamYard is doing this weird. I think StreamYard is having a problem uh, because there's no, unless nobody's commenting, which is perfectly fine. Uh, but I just want to make sure that I'm not uh, missing anything by not seeing the comments in here. So let me go ahead. I'm just going to switch accounts. And then... Um, so essentially, that's where I am at the game right now. I played enough for the character. I built up my character. Um, the story is actually very well thought of, uh, and I, the details, the open world experience, you can actually deviate from the existing path, which is really fun. And what I really like about it is that we get a chance to experience um, the world that is, uh, you know, Johnny uh, and everything else that's going on there. Let me just uh, double check here. And yeah, no, no, it's good. Let me just close this here. <laughs> I'm going to close the sound here on this so we don't actually have double double sound going on. And I'll skip the ad. Oh, man, yeah. So, okay. It seems like it's working. Seems like it's working. Uh, so, yeah, that that's basically where I am with the gameplay at this point. I'm actually at the point where I've already fused with Johnny, and uh, we're starting to figure, figure out that part of the story. So the story changes quite a bit. But what I like about it is that I decided to actually, on, based on a recommendation from uh, Josh uh, Joshua Vergara, 
Um, originally, it was going to be playing it on the PlayStation 5. I was going to buy the PlayStation 4 edition disc and then wait for that to ship on launch day. And then, of course, then just play it on the PlayStation 5, which anticipating it to be just basically the best possible version. There's no PS5 version yet or Xbox Series 1. So you essentially, you're buying the Xbox One version or the, uh, the PlayStation 4 version. Uh, and of course, you basically played it on the next gen console. And that's really where kind of things started to go a little bit um, as far as the experience with the gameplay on this today. Uh, the overall experience as far as playing it on the PlayStation 5. Uh, if you're playing it on the PlayStation 5, I think most people reported no issues. There were the PlayStation 4 disc worked quite well, but then people playing it on the PlayStation 4 with the PlayStation 4 disc did have some problems, uh, hiccups, some issues, connectivity, uh, glitches within the system. Um, Xbox had the similar story, and actually, initially, I thought that the PC was going to be almost immune of it. Uh, if you played it on the Xbox Series X, you probably got a much better experience. If you played it on the Xbox... Uh, obviously, Xbox One, uh, you didn't have as much as good of an experience. And that, I think, just needs to basically either be in some updates, some, some type of uh, improvement done from the, uh, from the you know, obviously the label creating the game. Um, the overall game experience, as far as right now, for me, the reason why I decided to go with this based on Josh's recommendation was because of ray tracing. I forgot about that. Basically, PC was the only one that's going to be supporting ray tracing, or if you're obviously running an RTX-based uh, GPU on your PC. Uh, and then you can actually enjoy uh, the the entire game, the the experience, the overall, uh, just the, everything about the actual game becomes so much better. Uh, and ray tracing, for for the most part, uh, enhances the gameplay from the sense of the secondary uh, environmental uh, elements, where you're able to see actually reflections of the elements and actually the mood of the element reflect correctly against other things. If there's water on the ground uh, and you're seeing something in the sky, it reflects the exact point of reference as if the angle is actually positioned correctly. So it's more realistic as far as gameplay, as opposed to just seeing water on the ground and being just a water splash without reflecting. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse actually had the same experience on the PlayStation 5. If you turned on ray tracing, uh, you dropped on the frame rate, but you got a much better gaming experience. So there was always kind of a, a, a give and take there. Um, let me just do one real quick check here and then jump back into the studio. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think we are live on the, on, the, on the show. Let me just double check here. And um, for anybody that's in the comments, if you if you guys don't mind, if you just want to just drop in a, one comment, just more of a test, um, I want to make sure that the system here on, on uh, StreamYard is not broken because I'm getting no comments. And I'm typically by this point in the conversation, we have at least a few people saying hi uh, kind of a thing. But I, it could be just a, a solo show. Maybe today is a day I'm going to basically kick it by myself and we'll have to go from there. Um, the uh, other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, obviously, is the uh, if you guys have followed me, uh, well, followed me on on Instagram and on Twitter, uh, my son and I uh, had a well, we got a uh, basically the Millennium Falcon Lego set. I'm just like, there's no real teasers around that I've already posted, and we've been working on building it and putting it together, and we finally finished the project. The project is done. It actually is sitting right next to me here, and we're going to get a chance to check it out and check out all the new details. This is not the original uh, Millennium Falcon set, so there's a much bigger set. This one's, I think, about 1,305, 1,350 pieces. Not a, not a very massive set, uh, but definitely something that it was. Uh, I feel like it was nice, and it was a good enough experience for us to be able to basically kick it together. Um, whoa, okay. Um, <laughs> I think StreamYard just woke up. Uh, sorry. <laughs> 
Good morning, Sabaho. Uh, yes. So uh, for sorry, uh, the the main thing, uh, what happened is for some reason or another, Streamyard had no comments, nothing going on in the actual show, uh, and uh, I was trying to check it on YouTube. I was trying to check it into the system, but it wasn't working. And then suddenly, out of the blue, like thirty different comments came in. So. Um, Darren's in the comment. Ganesh is in the comment. Uh, Techno Gen uh, Genuine is in there. Uh, Darren again. Uh, <laughs> Alina FX2. Uh, uh, Sakmat is in there as well. Uh, Davin Davis, thank you for all the comments, of course. Uh, <laughs> happy 50th. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, good morning. Greg is in the comment. Ganesh again. Fat Produce, Mr. Andrew Wallace. Good morning. Greetings. Uh, Ronaldo, my tech reviews also is in the comments. Uh, <laughs> No, guys, I, I realize it. So realistically, it is the end of the year. We're pretty much almost in the middle of December. So there's literally about a couple of weeks left. Um, next week, for the most part, a lot of people by the end of next week probably is going to be starting off uh, their holiday uh, break. So at least that's how my son's going to be uh, through the end of the year. And then, of course, you have Christmas, New Year's, and then, of course, 2021 and hopefully CES, virtual CES will be there. Uh, technology is also in the comment. Uh <laughs> Oh man, good morning, guys. Good morning, Sam. Sam is in there. Uh, the Apple AirPod Max. Okay, let's start it off with that. Uh, Andrew Wallace is jumping in. The Apple AirPod. Blah, blah, blah. The Apple AirPod Max could have couldn't have done a better name. I'm getting Sennheiser's HD uh, 59. Uh, oh, five. Uh, sorry, uh, 599 for Christmas. Uh, that's how I feel about the AirPod Max. Uh, Sam is jumping in as well. Uh, I'm too busy placing, uh, playing uh, Ghost of. Uh, oh. To, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, so it what happened? We're back. Man, StreamYard is on point. Last week, roughly about the same time, about ten minutes in, it did a, it did that first one. Um, so Ghost of Tsushima, uh, uh, I haven't actually got a chance to check it out, so I'm hoping it's a great game. Um, I actually wanted to play, uh, you know, Cyberpunk 20, 2077 for quite some time, and I felt like my system was strong enough for that type of game because you've always that was one of the the games that a lot of people kind of like set the standard and yeah, maxed out everything on on a 2080 Ti with uh, a 30 a 3900x uh, Ryzen chipset. No complaints at all. System runs beautifully. Uh, playing it at 240 hertz, uh, it works really nice. And of course, with the ultra wide Odyssey uh, G9 monitor. Um, so, I, uh, you know, uh, Andrew's getting in the uh, the Sennheiser's HDs. I so I'm, I, I mentioned this before, and I, can't, I was talking to Juan a couple of days ago, and I mentioned it to him, and I talked to Josh yesterday. So, I decided to pick up the uh, the AirPod Maxes, not because I think that. I'm I'm expecting you know obviously the best experience. I still think my MX uh, the my Sony's are going to be basically really good. Um, headphones are more of a unique personal type of an experience. Once you find the right pair that works well for you, that you're able to get the audio that you feel like is very nice from uh, from it. I feel like this is something that you will you're it's hard for you to try to kind of keep shopping to try to find something better. What I'm looking at, what I'm trying to figure out is what is Apple's view of a pair of over-the-year studio headphones, or what they're calling a studio headphones. They're really, basically, over the years with noise cancellation, they're essentially uh, a big version, or uh, I would say like the, um, like again, the over-the-year version of the AirPods. But for some reason, it's not a double the price. It's actually more than double. And weirdly enough, in California, if you add tax to that, it's 601 bucks. So it's basically $600 for the pair of headphones. I'm interested to see what they're offering. I don't know if I'm going to be uh, impressed. I, mean, I don't know if this is going to work well. 
My main thing that I also want to mention is at, at the beginning when I first got the AirPods, uh, the AirPods Pro, uh, one of my main appeal to those AirPods was the fact that they worked well on both Android and on iOS. You weren't really needing the, the system of the device to actually control. All the functions were built into the actual headphones, which made them basically easy to use on any system. So if I want to pair them to my PC, I want to pair them to my phone, Android, be it, or iOS, they worked fine. So those are the things I'm kind of looking at it. Um, uh, Techilog... Technology uh, from India, uh, and good morning, or good evening, actually. Uh, Ganesh, Cyberpunk. <laughs> hey, Joe's in the comment. Hello, hello, man. Good morning. Joe, uh, just for reference, uh, the Millennium Falcon is done. Uh, it is done, and we're going to get a chance to check it out. Matt Tyler's in the comment, of course. Good morning. Uh, got home from work. <laughs> Hope you all are doing well. Um, I just bought it on Stadia. Okay, so good. So um, uh, Ronaldo's going to be playing it on Stadia. I have the red. Uh, I have the red that is uh, that it runs. Okay, I have the red that it runs now. No problem. Did this basic? They did fix the problems. There was initially some, initially some problems on Stadia. That was the other platform. Um, another test comment. Thank you very much, Davin. Appreciate it. So up to this point, I think one, two, three testing. Yeah. So there was a lot of delays. Okay, Marilyn. Good morning. And I think there is going to be some delays. It seems like either Streamyard or YouTube is doing some funky stuff. But to kind of circle back. Um, I think my initial impressions of what I saw was uh, a very well-built piece of equipment. So I've, I've watched the videos. I'm sure you guys have checked them out as well, or if you even if you even consider those. Um, Juan had a had, a, had an impromptu live stream. If you guys haven't had a chance to check that out, he also had one there with um, El Jefe and, of course, Board at Work E. And that actually was a very nice little kind of uh, conversation going back and forth with what they're originally kind of releasing. Uh, in the past, we've seen this. Apple tends to overpromise and somewhat deliver. Uh, not say not they don't ne never. I don't think they ever come to the point where they don't deliver. They just never always. They don't always deliver on that bar that they give you. Uh, the M1 chipset with uh, with the processing. A lot of people are praising it. I'm hopefully will be checking it out at some point. Does it actually perform as fast as it's supposed to with the level of work or the level of um, basically editing that I like to do? That's really what I was looking for. Anything that can help me save time when I'm editing or even producing, that always becomes a very big plus for me. So especially we're traveling with a long battery life. So those are things that I always look for, especially on mobile uh, systems. So that's something that I want to look at. Uh, but before we go too far, I do want to share this with you guys and kind of get this so you guys can get a chance to check it out and see how well built this thing is. Let me just make some space. Uh, I didn't prepare. I'm just kidding. I was trying to prepare and get uh, get on time. Uh, but unfortunately, we ran, I was running a few minutes late. Here, uh, here we are. So this is the Millennium Falcon. Uh, so let's go ahead and do this. So this is the Millennium Falcon uh, built. Took us roughly, I would say about an hour or so per bag. There was 10 bags of pieces in there. Um, and we did it in stages. We couldn't basically you know, try to do all of it in one sitting. It's, a, it's 1,350 uh, pieces. So it's not by no means... It's not going to be an easy one day kind of a thing. Let's go ahead and turn on the overhead and I'll turn on the little transition. We'll give it a second to start. And here we are. So, and I'll move my keyboard here so we can get a chance to look at it a little bit better. So the pieces, as you can see here, so this is the actual, uh, the front part of the actual Millennium Falcon. You can see it right there. There's uh, some nice phasers, some nice actual uh, launchers. Uh, you can actually shoot uh, these things by just pressing the buttons here. So here, I think it's one of these. Uh, oh, wait, is it this one? And that's how I lost the first piece. Okay. So yeah, very easy to lose pieces. Uh, and here you are. 
and again it just goes in there And it looks really nice. There's two shooters on the top. And of course, there's different compartments. We have the antenna that's present right there. We have also a nice little phaser sitting at the top. Uh, the front opens up in a more of a sliding option. So you have to slide this down. So you can open the front hood. You open another one. You open another one. And then, of course, you have the front part, which essentially is the not necessarily the cockpit control, but basically, you know, we're 2E ceiling, uh, C3PO, R2D2, uh, a few of the Mando or Mandalorians that we had in here from the collection for my son. And then, of course, we open up on the back. We have a nice little kitchen area. Open one more here. Uh, there's a nice little hidden compartment right there to be able to hide uh, different carriers. You know, if you're smuggling anything, you hide it in the back, you know, a little board piece. A bed area, of course, some more Mandalorians. There's a couple more Mandalorians in there. Uh, and, of course, all of this just closes very, very nicely. And this one actually slides up. So, like I said, it just slides up. And then you can just basically position it and you get the customization you can see all the level details all the different pieces uh the nice little phasers in the back with the lighting in there and of course uh if we flip it over we can see here that we have some uh, another one right here this is like a nice little phaser it's sitting at the bottom a few feet there's four feet and then there's this little setup here to open up the the landing uh, pad so those are the options that you get at the bottom and this is that little hiding compartment sitting inside uh, and of course, now, if we turn it over on this side, we can see here Lando sitting right there uh, in the cockpit configured. And let's go ahead and remove him. You can see right there, he's sitting in there in the controls. Everything else is just done right. And it just looks really nice. I have to say it really like a lot of work was put into uh, the design of this little guy. So that was one of the things I really appreciated. Uh, it was very, very nice, and um, I think StreamYard is doing this again where I am not able to see comments at all. Like, uh, the last comment I see, just for point of reference for everybody, is Joe's uh, comment at 11.02, which is is weird. That is just weird, weird, weird. And I know you guys are commenting on YouTube, so I'm trying to see if I can jump into the YouTube side. Let me see here. Uh, da -da. Okay. Ever since, oh, let's jump back here. Oh, you know what? Maybe let me open it up sideways. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I really, I really wish I knew. Oh, here it is, live chat. No, I think it's a YouTube thing. I really think it's a YouTube thing this time. I don't know why, uh, but it seems like uh, either YouTube is comment system is just taking a, either a dive or something i'm not sure it's that is a very weird thing to do um <laughs> i don't know i don't know okay well uh if there was another way I, I, there was i wish there was another way for me to kind of either figure out how to get this thing to run hold on let me see if i can open it up as just watching the show itself so let's see here we're trying to troubleshoot it live last thing i want to do is actually restart the live stream because that that would definitely may not actually end up giving me what i'm trying to do so let's go right here i'm going to go to my channel the live stream is going it says there's 24 people in there i'm just gonna pause i don't want to actually have it oh here it is okay davin dave okay so i can see the comments okay well now 
Okay, well, so I guess we're gonna have to do it this way. That's about the only way I can actually uh, interact with you guys, which I really felt <laughs> YouTuber, <laughs> YouTube, Davin, you're messing, man, you're just messing with me now. Okay, so let's do this. Uh, it looks like it is it is going to be a very fun show on 12-12-2020. Uh, but let's do this. Okay, so the, the comments on YouTube or at least on StreamYard are not working. That part I know for sure. So at this point, what we're going to do is I'm just going to use the YouTube comments straight from the actual YouTube video, uh, live stream. Uh, so I'm looking in through the comments. Uh, I'm new to I, I'm, I'm new on this channel. Hey man, good morning, Marilyn. Uh, good morning, Sabaho. Uh, Devin is in there. Happy fiftieth. I see those guys. Uh, Matt, that's so. <laughs> Dude, I appreciate it, man. No, it looks really nice. It took a lot of work. Uh, that 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 little setup. Um, I was a little bit skeptical at the beginning because of, I've done Lego sets before, and they typically are like a more smaller, little detailed one. Uh, and then I was also kind of very interested in how they make this into a playable set because you don't want to just buy it, put it together, and it just looks nice. Because obviously, this was intended for my son. It wasn't really for me. Uh, so he's he's definitely going to be able to play with it and enjoy it. And uh, my hope essentially is that it holds up really well, which. It's actually surprisingly quite heavy. Uh, there's so many pieces in there. It actually has a lot of weight into it. So definitely really nice. And uh, <laughs> Joe's, uh, the Porsche design. Oh, okay, wait, wait. Uh, the May 20 Porsche design. I know there's a few Porsche designs coming in. Um, I wanted one, ended up with the May 20 Pro uh, instead. And I always wanted the Porsche design model, though. Um, the May 20 Pro is definitely one of my favorite May 20s of, of devices as far as the, the re series of devices from uh, from Huawei. Uh, my SIM card in that phone lasted for almost six or seven months. That was a, It was that much how much I liked that phone. Uh, and that was mostly because of what that phone represented and what it actually did at the time that was very unique. The reverse wireless charging was actually... I would say premiered on that device. That was like the first device to have a reverse wireless charging. It has a 4,000 milliampere battery that charged with a 40 watt charger. So you had fast charging, curved edges, small design, a QHD resolution display. I don't think we had stereo speakers. I don't remember, but I know that at least the uh, the experience on that phone was really nice. Obviously, GMS and all of that good stuff, and the cameras were really nice. Um, so okay, let me just. Let me see here. Is is there more comments in there? No. No. Oh, okay. I see what it is. Okay. And I think it's if I jump over to time now, is the comment system going to be working? I think YouTube's comment system is bunked. Today, uh, yeah, YouTube, it, it, uh, hold on. Let's, let's go back and let's go live. Okay. No, 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 not not having it today. Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna have to. Keep, I'm just gonna have to forward go forward with it. I I I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. YouTube is just being YouTube. It just okay. So now I'm starting to see some comments coming in. They're they're moving slowly. Oh no. Okay, it's working somewhat, um, and I hope it's gonna keep. I hope it keeps working. Okay, the last comment. I, no, we're back to YouTube, Jank. Uh, oh yeah, I would love to Porsche design. Okay, so it is what it is. I I cannot. Uh, I don't know how to fix YouTube today. So today is going to be YouTube is, um, YouTube is on a break. YouTube comments are on a break. So oh, go ahead and put this guy. So I'll put him back. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed looking at that. Obviously, this it was a lot of hours, a lot of work. And it was one of those things I wanted to kind of show you guys because I, I know a few of you guys were asking me about it. Um, and StreamYard, oh, okay, here, let me see here. 
Uh, okay, now we now we have another uh, a deluge of comments. Okay, greetings, uh, <laughs> Earthlings. Uh, first toll gate checking is great. Yes, so that was inter uh, so for me it was uh, so so Ganesh was jumping in on some of the comments in there. So depending on which path you took, um, I chose to go with the, with the street kid mostly because I felt like that was going to be the most action based one. There's obviously the nomad, and then there's the corp, and then there is the street kid. So I wanted to go straight into that. Um, the glitches that I've actually seen are, are few and far apart, not heavy, ma massive glitches. Uh, my problems that I've seen a few times, like when I'm playing a game, there was one scene I was sitting in with Dex and, and we were in the car and that was early in the game, a few hours earlier uh, when they, where I am now. And um, he was drinking some type of a drink. It was a very hot, almost like hot chocolate or something like that. And you can see the smoke coming out of the cup, just kind of enjoy it. Obviously, it's hot. And as he's sitting there, he has his hand resting on his knee. And then he lifts his hand and he takes a sip from it. But then the smoke from the cup stayed where it was next to him. and we're back today is technical problems today is live streaming technical problem day that's how we're going to do it uh funny a bunch of people said hi <laughs> just a, yes it is i think those people are are are, uh, are enjoying the, uh, the 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 debacle that is today's show uh no, I, I chose the street kid. I didn't go with the corporate. I felt like the corporate was too much uh, like espionage and too low blow kind of conversation. Um, I'm actually the the street kid that has to go and do all the hustle, uh, the punching match, and actually has to go in and steal the tech and a whole bunch of stuff. I'm hopefully I'm not messing the the storyline for many people in there. Um, it's it's something's going on with YouTube, Ganesh. I don't know what it is. Uh, but it seems like for some reason or another, the YouTube's live, live stream chat is frozen and it doesn't seem to be updating. StreamYard is having its own time. Uh, <laughs> we'll do it alive. Uh, yeah, nothing is moving. It's a weird uh, It's a weird thing going on. Okay, YouTube isn't working as you. Something is, yes, something is definitely going on. Uh, so Greg, I can see your comment from, uh, from yeah. <laughs> uh from uh um twitch i can definitely see it from twitch but i can't see other people's comments uh switch to twitch you know actually speaking of which maybe it may not be a bad idea if you're having problems with the chat over on youtube uh, the show is actually concurrently live streamed to twitch and on youtube so if you do have a better experience there uh, i'd recommend just, just jumping in on that it does aggregate for both uh Oh, how good is Mando? Oh, so Mandalorian, last, yesterday's episode was a shocker. If you guys haven't had a chance to check it out, um, that seriously like changed the whole, like there was so many things going on yesterday with the episode that I should not have happened. Let's just say that. Two rules, not just one, two big rules that Mando lives by were like literally shattered. That's the best. That's the only thing I can say. Uh, and I don't want to mess too many, uh, too many spoilers. Uh, Scott's coming. Hey, man. Good morning. Well, good afternoon, Scott. Hey, man. Um, hopefully it's it works. I'm hoping the comments work. I, I really don't want uh, buffering, buffering, buffering. Yeah. Um, it is one of those things today. YouTube is just being YouTube. Oh, man. Okay. Let me see if I can get it to come back up here. I think it seems I think it should be working now. Yes, so Matt, Matt's jumping in with nose. Okay, so I can see it now. I think I think we're back to normal. Twitch is working and YouTube seems to be working. Um, 
Mehmet, if you're asking, uh, originally I was born in Lebanon. So I was born in Lebanon, but I, I came here when I was really young, but I was like 17 or so. So I've been here for quite some time. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Lebanese originally, uh, first name Tarek, TK is what I go by. Um, so for Twitch, let me see if I can post the link to that one here. Ba -ba -ba -ba. View on Twitch. Continue. Sorry, I'm just going to get the, here we are. So for people that are in the chat, if they if, if you want to check it out on Twitch, just hit it up on uh, just basically twitch.tv forward slash TKBay8655. It's the uh, the same username for Twitter, for Instagram. And, oh, well, interesting enough, I apparently posted the... Oh, okay, so that's what it is. It posts the comment on both sides, on Twitch and on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> um, so the, the experience that you get there is very, very much, uh, I, I would say... Very, very interesting. The show was surprising. There was a lot of cool things going on. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, um, Mandalorian is really, really hitting it out of the park. The season has been great. The last few episodes have been great, like literally one after another. And it's it's hitting that point where you want to watch basically just to see what's going on. Uh, so, hey, everybody's on Twitch. Hey, man, see, it might be much easier. Ronaldo's on there. Uh, Greg, Chemi's on there. Matt Tyler's. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have a feeling, I think maybe we should have just done it on, on Twitch, uh, just straight on Twitch and just uh, posted it later. Uh, yes, well, I think we'll have to see how it goes. Um, so Mandalorian was yesterday. If you guys had a chance, I'll let you guys watch then and you guys can let me know what you guys think if you did get a chance to check it out. Um, over, uh, uh, heading to oh, the, to, main, to the main island tomorrow. Uh, how's how's everything with your in your world? Uh, honestly... We're going through another round of closures here. So uh, in at least in LA, in LA County, we're getting our numbers are getting really bad lately. And um, and uh, Mando for president. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, I the character is uh, has has de developed quite well. The character's uh, personality, his connection to the ch to the child or Grogu at this point uh, has has definitely grown on me, and which is something that I didn't really see coming. Because, you know, that whole relationship was mostly just him carrying, taking him from one place to another. And now there is more. Like, the end of last night's episode, he, he like I said, there was a few things he put there that just makes it so much better. But I'll, I'll let you guys uh, use it. Uh, I do, uh, Mehmet, I do watch Netflix, but I'm mostly on uh, trying to keep up right now with um, looking forward to, uh, what's it called? Uh, the... Um, Oh man, uh, Wonder Woman 1984 that's coming up in another week or so on HBO Max. So that definitely is really nice. Uh, and hey, Marilyn, I <laughs> déjà vu. Definitely, always. Uh, I think this is much better. I feel like it works much, much easier, much better uh, it, for everybody. If you guys want to jump on uh, over on Twitch, because it works. It seems like it's working a lot better. Uh, on the comment side, even on my end. So that's one thing. Uh, surprising <laughs> what he did. Uh, but there's something behind his story also. Absolutely, yeah. No, obviously. We're, we're learning more and more, and there's more uh, more buildup on the character. But it's more of the... Like, it was that one thing that you knew he would never do, right? It was like, it was always that, you know, they, they've they always been different scenarios, different conversations, different moments. And you're like, is he, is he not? And then it suddenly just happens. And then you're like... And, and he's so... You know, I mean, he obviously is not comfortable with it, but it's just very weird. Um, <laughs> today is the day that uh, that I get more uh, more people following me on Twitch. Uh, I, I maybe it is, maybe that's it is, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. 
so that was really exciting yesterday. So I'm really happy with that. We got a chance to finish the, uh, the, the Millennium Falcon this morning. And I have been going into time warps with uh, Cyberpunk 2077. That was really what I wanted to kind of touch base with you guys. And I may, I'm, th I'm debating if I want to actually start streaming some of that because I'm seeing some problems with copyright issues. First, that um, so the system, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, the system has a built-in option that disables copyrighted songs out of the system. So essentially, is by turning that switch off, you're able to actually live stream the game without having to worry about anybody or any kind of label trying to take a copyright claim on your part of your stream. Um, and then about a day or so ago, I saw some comments say, actually from the Cyberpunk uh, 2077 uh, uh, account saying that even with that switch off, there is still some songs in there that could get you uh, copyrighted. Uh, and then they basically explained, I think, they were, what part of the scene that this uh, this song is in there. So the short answer is I'm waiting for that kind of problem to get a, a, to kind of get worked out um, across the punk game, man. Oh, is it DTN? Look, I didn't see a DTN. Uh, I, I'm trying, I want to say... I thought I saw everybody. Davin Davis is in there. Uh, Matt, <laughs> Joe, Ronaldo. Uh, I say, and I saw Marilyn in there as well. Matt Tyler and Greg. Uh, so th the answer for that system, though, is uh, I want to be able to start streaming some of the content because it's just a beautiful experience. Um, I, I want to basically uh, stream it when I'm using a slightly smaller monitor. I don't know if I, it'll work well if I do the 20, uh, the the aspect ratio that I have with my monitor right now is this alt, it's not a regular wide. It's an ultra wide. Uh, and that's something I need to kind of work out the, the mechanics. Um, and I can't start Cyberpunk still playing uh, through oh, Shadowlands. So uh, there's also the update too to uh, Warzone 2 that just came out as well not that long ago. Ren everybody everybody says Ronaldo, but I say Ronaldo. Uh, which one is it? I think? Oh, you call it Rolando, Rolando or Ronaldo? Yeah, actually, maybe that is true. Uh, Rolando. I'm sorry. I am totally sorry, Rolando. Uh, for some for some reason, I went with Ronaldo uh, for so long. Uh, it is Rolando. Rolando. Definitely, we'll we'll make a point to to call it out correctly. Rolando. Everybody, join me and say hello to Ronaldo. I do apologize for messing up the name, and it, I, I want to say it's my fault for quite some time. <laughs> and of course, you have Matt jumping in there. Said, "Nope, Ronaldo's your name. Accept it. Uh, move on." <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, I want to say I, I, that's, that's how I want to say, I actually, I think I caught his name either during, during uh, Juan's chat or somebody else's and I heard it as Ronaldo and I never thought of correcting it. And I think for the most part, most of the places I've seen him, I've always seen him as uh, my tech review. So that's the only other thing, but we've met, that was the only other thing uh, we talked, but it was a few years ago. So that's probably where I made, I may have started my mistake. Um, uh, what? Oh, what does it mean on my show? Oh, sorry. This is a Dragon Ball Goku and young Goku. Uh, well, actually, if I'm not mistaken, this is uh, Goku when he was in um, when he was uh, wished down. So this is uh, GT series Goku with regular Goku. Uh, this is Dragon Ball. Uh, big, big fan of Dragon Ball on the show. <laughs> uh, that's why uh, that's why I'm Sam. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and and too, uh, too slow to know anything complicated to frame. Uh, it, it's, it is one of those. Suraj just joined us as well. Uh, <laughs> Joe Hickey's in there as well. Uh, my tech reviewed. Nah, I'm just, we're, I think Matt is just messing. Uh, and yeah, no, Ronaldo, 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 Ronaldo. Uh, and I'll say that correctly. I, I know I said that a few times. Um, yeah, so 
my only thing right now with gaming on a th this type of a game though the 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 gameplay on the on the system right now is just crazy um even with the little glitches that i see here and there obviously as a launch i feel like this is a great launch uh, a lot of people were wondering it's like should they have waited a little bit to push out maybe another update before they release it the reality of the matter is that they were so late to start with to, to delay it even more would be just literally yeah i mean they're not releasing ps5s and xbox series x versions of it they're releasing current gen models so think of it even in that sense that's how late they are they've re they've set it up to run on an older system but it, it will run actually it runs much better on the new systems as well so I, i'm really excited about that one i am uh kind of sad that Warzone, at least in the current version that I have, it is not getting another season pass. I know it's, it's mostly a gaming experience today on the show, but uh, games are such a big way for us to socialize and talk about things as in general. And I feel like this is something since, you know, Matt, Matt and I and Sam and uh, and Andrew got a chance to play a few, a few games a few, not that long ago. And I, obviously we want to start a new one. Oh, speaking of which, before I forget, I did want to mention one little exciting comment, commenting, well, exciting thing coming up next Thursday. And I don't know if Juan is in the chat uh, lurking as he typically does sometimes. Um, next Thursday, not Saturday, next Thursday night, um, Juan and I are actually launching a brand new show. So we're going to be launching a new show that's going to be a weekly occurrence, a podcast that we're going to be hosting together. And I think we kind of hinted at it a little bit in the beginning. We tried talking. It took us some time to kind of find some time to sit down and talk about it. And uh, I'm really excited about it. Uh, we're still working on the name. The name hasn't been officialized. Uh, it will basically be in, uh, like in late afternoon, or late uh, almost like I want to say like in, in the evening of Thursday uh, so that it becomes more easier, more consistent for us to be able to kind of work it out with our different schedules and channels and all that stuff. So the primary, the, the inaugural launch episode will be next Thursday night. Um, and I think if I'm not mistaken, that's going to be the 17th. Yes. So that would be the 17th. Um, Juan will talk a little bit more about it on Monday as uh, on his show. So we'll get a chance to get some more comments there. We're working out the, the details. That's pr pretty much what it, uh, uh, it's pretty much going to be that kind of thing. Um, Oh, okay. So uh, Warzone says basically, uh, so Matt's jumping in with Warzone will be getting season one to uh, to cr oh, a cross pass between Cold Wars and Warzone, but that's been delayed until the 16th. Oh, okay. So that explains it because if you guys have played the game before with Warzone, there's season, pa there's uh, game passes that kind of come up. So they've had season one, two, three, four, five, and six. Six just ended, like I think it was it a few days ago, and there was no season seven in sight. Uh, now, we know that Cold War is one of their new games that they're trying to basically push people to go into. Now, it, some people play the game. Some people like to play the, you know, the Warzone part, the, basically the hashing out play games with everybody else. I like to play Warzone uh, as much as, you know, with, when I'm hanging out with Matt and Sam and, and Andrew. Uh, and I think what, generally what I like to do with uh, like multiplayer and something like some of those side games, I want to be able to play them and enjoy playing the characters, getting the new equipment and uh, the new skins and so on. All of those things work uh, really nice. Um um will it run hold on somebody's asking is will it run on both channels um i'm not sure what what, what will run on the on both channels sorry maz if you don't mind maybe just commenting on that one um i like t so joe i am with you team deathmatch Deathmatch is literally my favorite game 
it's easy, it's quick. Um, you know exactly what the point of the game is. You're just going in there, you're teaming it up, and you're just knocking people out. And um, I'm I'm really just excited. I want to see new maps. Not that I'm kind of tired of the existing maps, but I I literally have a spot now. I know exactly like I spotted areas where I'm playing different play different things uh, with the with that match. Uh, you know, ten versus ten, uh, capture the flag. Um, and I think it's uh, free for all is also fun, but it's a little bit too chaotic because you're just going for everybody. So it becomes a little bit crazy. You're bound to basically, uh, it's hard to have the KD count kind of be really high on that one. Uh, oh, sorry. Yes. Uh, I think, so. Uh, sorry. So Greg, I think is commenting on that one. Uh, <laughs> hardcore free for all. <laughs> that is just crazy, man. Um, so the podcast, at least for right now, I think we're, we're, we're deciding if i'm not if if it changes I, I i'm sorry if i'm just kind of give you guys a heads up a little bit um i think it's initially it's going to be running on my youtube and juan carlos's twitch so juan carlos will run it on twitch and i'll run it on on the youtube side and i'm assuming at some point we'll figure out a mechanism where, where we're able to basically get it to run uh, the existing system right now is at least we're trying to figure out a dual stream without having to actually have a dual stream per se so we can run it the way we normally have done it in the past where he either he shows up as a guest on my show or i show up on his we're just trying to figure out the mechanics of uh, running it as a stream so yeah it will be running on two channels but not on um, both YouTube. I think Juan prefers Twitch. So that that I think that was the uh, the agreement that we made uh, made it on our side. Um, yeah. So uh, sorry, okay. So here it is. Let me just double check. So that was the question for the Thursday show. Will it run on yours and Juan's channel? It's going to run on my channel on YouTube and Juan's uh, Twitch. So if you're subscribed to Twitch, you're already there. And I think it works uh, in a certain way, at least for right now, it works really nice. I don't have a lot of, I mean, I have you guys now on Twitch, which is really cool. Um, but I think Juan has a lot more, he's done the Twitch stream much more consistently for a much longer time. And for us, I think YouTube side for me kind of works out the best. So the, the goal essentially is to make it more of a consistent thing. So the, sh the show should should basically have its inaugural uh, first live stream on uh, Thursday, the 17th of December. So literally about five days. I didn't realize it was five days from now. That was actually pretty quick. Um, new to Twitch 2020. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, with this YouTube, okay, so let's say, <laughs> well, with this YouTube uh, jank here, um, I don't blame Juan for staying on Twitch. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I was actually kind of, uh, this is the first time I've had a situation where the, the comments on YouTube was just really like very weirdly just automatically hit there. Um, <laughs> the other problem with YouTube is comment character. Oh, comment character limitations. That's the other thing. Yeah, IR1980. Um, I, I know it's, it's one of those, it's going to be a little bit hard to, for us to kind of figure out how to make it kind of finalize, become more official. But the kickoff of the show was the initial thing. If we start it, we work on it, and we're trying to make it again a weekly show, uh, it'll definitely be something fun for us to not only just to hang out, but also to get a chance for us to kind of you know, hang out with you guys uh, as as a kind of like a co-hosting effort. Uh, and I feel like if you guys, uh, I always enjoy hanging out with Juan in person or virtually and this is just going to be that it's going to be it's definitely going to be more chill level uh hanging out with each other and talking and hanging out with you guys and chit chatting hopefully i don't know maybe someday we'll also have some guests and so on we can also start inviting some uh, some more people in there and have <laughs> have more of a round table kind of a conversation um yeah no definitely uh <laughs> i agree sometime change is good though definitely uh let's jump here real quick uh 
Oh, Sakmata is mentioning here is that your viewers and comment on the M1 chip and the ARM-based processors of Qualcomm, Intel, AMD got uh, new competitors. Next update on it. Uh, so the the current level, so the current system that's going on since the last couple of times we had a chance to talk. Uh, last week we talked about the Snapdragon 888, the new ARM, you know, chips, the ARM. ARM's approach or ARM's uh, availability for desktop-like experiences. We saw it last year with the uh, the SXX, I think from uh, from Qualcomm, which they were basically releasing some of the more mobile PCs, always connected PCs, and it's running basically a Windows on ARM. The M1 experience that just came out from Apple is some, obviously something that is Apple's own silicon. It's It runs longer. It, run, it uses less power. Obviously, it's more efficient, produces things very fast. And that just shows how much mobile technology or mobile uh, processors are powerful now, powerful enough to actually compete in the realm of desktop PC experiences. Uh, the next generation, I think we're, we're looking at as far as competitors right now, we haven't seen much other than ARM and, you know, with the, with Qualcomm and we're with with the M1 chip from Apple. I think those right now, what we need to see is more ad adoption in there. Apple jumping into the actual system allows us to actually uh, see more functionality, see more adoption, uh, people more comfortable buying a Windows on ARM-based experience. Not everything still runs on Windows on ARM. There's still a compatibility issue with, uh, unless you're running it straight or in a VM experience. So if you run it in a virtual environment, sometimes you're able to get certain games, uh, you know, certain not just games, but like programs to run. Um, to this day, I haven't heard of Adobe fully officially releasing a Windows on ARM based uh, option for them. That's a big move for them if they start releasing it. Uh, chipsets in 2021 seem to be basically shifting over to, at least on the mobile devices, into five nanometers. So we saw that from Huawei, we saw that from Apple, we saw that from um, uh, from uh, even from Samsung. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think the if I, uh, the 1080 is supposed to actually be a five nanometer chipset. We're starting to see some leaks on that. The S21 is leaking as as it's as in as it. As if it's not something that we anticipated at this point, but I think we obviously are uh, taking it with a grain of salt. Um, there's a lot of rumors, a lot of clips, a lot of things showing off on uh, Twitter, on YouTube, and so on, with basically early hands-on with an S21. It, honestly, I looked at it. Uh, it looked like it had a flat display. It was interesting why there was two pieces of tape on the bottom part of the display. I don't know why there would be an indicator there. Unless, if I'm not mistaken, um, the way Samsung does it is that they put in the serial number of the user on the bottom part where the navigation bar is. And I think that's probably what they're hiding. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, oh, so... Uh, <laughs> Heard good good things about the Exynos chip. Uh, the Exynos chip, I think the only thing I've heard on that is right now. Uh, don't I see both comment Mehmet. Sorry, uh, it comes up on both sides. Uh, but I think what happened is because there's a few people jumping in at, uh, after another. Twitch seems to be working 100%, and YouTube is a little bit slow. Uh, so I don't know if you have access to to Twitch by any chance, Mehmet. Uh, but if you could jump on on Twitch, I think it'll work a little bit better. Uh, So uh, here, uh, the new for Twitch 2020, uh, I think the chips, the, the Exynos chipset is promising. It looks very promising, at least from the early leaks, from the benchmarks that we're seeing. I haven't seen an official release or anything saying that Exynos will be running across because there's a few rumors also talking that um, Samsung's going to be using an Exynos all across. So there's not going to be a Qualcomm variant on it. Although I think if I'm not mistaken, some of the benchmarks were also showing Qualcomm chipsets. So the 888 was benchmarked on an S21. So there's different stories going on, but the 1080, the Exynos 1080 seems to be um, the next the next iteration of their processor seems to be powerful enough. 
the question would be is obviously is does it have the same throughput or the same power that what we've seen in the past where it was powerful but it was just basically not power efficient on the system benchmarks don't give you the whole story because it's a, just a point of time or point in time uh, so for me what i've seen is at least it's promising i definitely appreciate what they're bringing in there and it definitely makes me excited to see if that basically google starts using samsung for their chipset they're basically building their own chipsets for their um, own devices uh sorry phone answers whenever i say the name <laughs> oh man let me see here um Muhammad Tawaz, ahlan wa ahlan ahlan Muhammad from Dubai, man, hey man, good good evening. Hope you're doing well. Um, speaking of Dubai, actually very uh, in the Middle East, uh, MediaTek is. Oh yeah, definitely. So mass jumping in here. MediaTek is what uh, what I'm looking right now. Uh, looking at right now, uh, Fortune 2029 with the Dimensity chip. So MediaTek has been slowly working, almost in the background, like under the radar for the most part. And they're improving their chipsets. They're getting better and better as time goes on. I can I can say that at least in 2020 with uh, the release with the, the original Dimensity, the, I think it's the Dimensity 1000 that they released, they've gotten better. They've gotten a lot better in the actual uh, you know, uh, multi-ISPs, uh, 5G su uh, support on their chipset. And of course, they are always more affordable from the price point. They're still not as dominant as far as a presence in the u.s when it comes down to devices like i think the only device that i remember in the near in the near past that definitely had a dimensity chip in the u.s that was a big device was the velvet on t-mobile now t-mobile released their version uh with uh, with a uh, mediatek processor as opposed to the qualcomm version that we saw uh, with other carriers so that was a slight shift and one had no problem with it there was no issues i think the overall impressions that he had with it was actually very nice so the, definitely mediatek is is the uh the little uh the hidden the hidden one uh is sitting there um but i did want to talk about what what joe's commenting right now is surprisingly if you guys noticed the entire announcement with qualcomm last with well, the announcement at the beginning of the uh december on december 2nd was all focus on the 888 there was no mention of the mid-range right the 775 or the 785 or the 765 or whichever or I, and i know he's going with the 777 because you know, they may continue the numbering scheme um uh, but i think the reality is we want to know what is the mid-range and why why was there an omission of it um i did i was part of a conversation with one of the uh one, with some of the people over at qualcomm um they did comment saying that things are coming they did not may did i not say that this was not happening so obviously they're not going to you know get rid of the mid-range the short answer is um we don't have a specific date they have not announced when that announcement is going to be made last year if 2020 was an indicator of the way the the chipset uh, release of at least devices with chipset the beginning of the year 865 was king everything and everything that was releasing was shooting for an 865 and if it wasn't an 865 it was a six series processor so we didn't see any of the seven series in the middle of the year like around june or so we started to see a small number of devices i think the nord came out with it uh then we started to see other devices come out with it like the velvet and the other devices start showing off the the seven series with 5g and that's where it started becoming more more prominent so there is a possibility of a staggered release, so we'll probably have another uh, online event from Qualcomm in the near future that where they talk about the 777 or the, the mid-range, whatever their mid-range 5G chipset is going to be. Because if you're, uh, as Joe was mentioning, I think, um, um, I, I think I think with now the switch to virtual announcement, OEMs going to piecemeal the announcement and goof goofing the mainstream bus. Um, I don't disagree. So let's just say that. Samsung and Apple 
perfect example of uh, obviously piecemealing this entire process. I feel like they they've chosen to um, it, so from a production from a production standpoint, uh, availability of people and so on. Yes, hands down, it's much easier for a company to release an announcement and make an announcement virtual. Um, having no worry about you know media and con concurrent events and so on like that. I think your biggest concern is obviously releasing it on the same day as let's say Apple releasing something. That would be your biggest concern. Just make sure to stay away from whenever Apple shows up, kind of a thing. Um, just mostly because of the the vortex that Apple creates when it comes to media. It just almost like everything else around it doesn't exist. Uh, but yes, piecemealing it, providing us different uh, different events. Uh, the event for the for 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 Qualcomm, I felt like, uh, with the exception of the hands-on experience, which is something that I had an opportunity to play with last year. Uh, so there was no benchmarks done on the 888. We didn't had we didn't get a chance to check out and see how the process or the reference devices were running. We had some numbers. We saw some experience, but it was generally Qualcomm's event. Uh, they made the announcements. We saw what they were talking about. They did a couple of demos with some RC cars and so on. But I think at the end of the day, I think OEMs are going to be going into that whole piecemeal situation because they can, right? If it was a full-on event where they had to hold and you know rent a venue and get a whole bunch of people, obviously that they wouldn't be able to. And that's where we generally used to see in the past where one major event announced a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, at the beginning of the year, Samsung, I think, was the only one that had an event in 2020 that was not virtual, right? San Francisco, launch of the S20 line of devices with the original Z Flip. Uh, I think those were definitely, that was the definitely the, the major highlight of this year, that and CES 2020. Um, CES 2021, just for reference, has uh, started registration. So if you guys are able to attend or you're, you're part of the, uh, the, the media or so on, you're able to apply. Um, and I think it seems like, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the MWC got pushed out to middle of next year. So we'll have to see how that goes. And we'll see how things go realistically with, with different events and going on. But the 777 is what I'm looking for because I feel like a lot more devices are going to be powered by that phone, by that, by that chipset. The, 7, the 888, as powerful as a chipset as it is, I feel like that's going to be driving the more around the, you know, the $900 to $1,000, $1,200 type of devices. And that's mostly because of the price tag that you know OEMs have to pay for the chipset. So that's the entry level uh, where the 7 Series will definitely be more affordable for many people. And I think Google, if and I hope Google does follow through with the existing, the, uh, the, um, the existing mold or the existing recipe that they used in 2020, the one they used with the, uh, you know, the Pixel 4, uh, sorry, the 4A, the 4A 5G, and the Pixel 5, uh, and go with that for 2021. Now, they may miss on some new improvements in the hardware where it comes like with the triple ISPs that we see with the 888. But again, computational photography is what Google's known for doing best. And of course, as long as we get uh, more powerful processors that can power more features, we'll be able to get better experiences there, of course. Um, and of course, I mean, the, the S21 is rumored to be releasing in literally less than a month, somewhere around the middle of January, so right around CES. Um, although I'm not 100% sure on that because every year people say that Samsung's going to release it earlier. Um, we saw some leaks somewhere where it was confirming to be earlier, but I don't know if it's announcement or is it a launch or because it's a big launch, right? The S series is literally how Samsung kicks off the year. So we'll have to see how that goes um, here. Uh, if that's the shift, I wonder uh, how these OEMs will manage leaks. I could see OnePlus doing teasers um, all the time in 2021. I, and it did that. Uh, just to reference that actually in 2020, in 2020, they did actually tease their own devices their, on their own channels. We've seen that. They did that with the Nord. Uh, they did it with the OnePlus. I think one
welcome back and Goku this time. Uh, OnePlus did actually tease a lot of their own uh, releases this year. So we saw a lot of leaks from them. Uh, the reality is uh, leaks will happen. Uh, the That one video with the S21 doing hands-on was truly... Um, I was like, I mean, seriously, it was it was very nice. Uh, you could see a lot about the device, obviously, except the information. I, I'm actually intrigued of the new design. I'm, I'm I like it a little bit more than what we had with that massive bump. Incorporate the camera setup into the actual side of the phone, making it even more unique. Although, of course, if you put a case on it, I'm not sure how that's, that's going to be. But um, uh, Matt's jumping in with um, if OnePlus wants the 888 on the OnePlus 9, unfortunately, that means the OnePlus 9 will be more than a thousand dollars to cover the cost of the 888. That's the thing, yes. So, that that was again the, the, the biggest thing that I'm also looking into is the reality is how much is this chipset going to be in uh, how much is the price going to be at the OEM level, and how much of that is going to be transferred over to the user? Uh, OnePlus is most sorry. OnePlus's decked out uh, uh, OnePlus 8 Pro in 2020 was $999. And that was the decked out, the 12 gigs, 256 gigs of internal storage, all of the options that you wanted on a OnePlus 8 Pro. Now, that was with the 865. Let's look at the way OnePlus has been doing it in the recent years. And we also obviously factor in the 888 in there. There's a good chance that the, you know, the top of the line OnePlus uh, 9 or 9 Pro is probably going to be around 1100 maybe 1050 close to 1100 i mean they're starting to push into that territory uh, i hope oneplus finds a way to be able to keep it at around that thousand dollars i think people appreciated that mark to be able to say look our best device which beats all the all these other guys is still around the thousand dollars we're not trying to push it uh, and of course we'll have to see what what the oneplus 9 offers so the 9 pro will obviously be you know pushing the limits providing everything at that level um, and we'll have to see what goes in there uh oh greg's jumping in with a with a with a recommendation across across the ua uh, sorry across the us a usa with tk juan <laughs> i like it greg i like it um the only thing is that we live literally about 25 minutes or maybe 30 minutes away from each other so it'd be more like across la <laughs> not usa uh, across la with tk and juan uh or with juan and tk we'll have to see how that one uh we'll see how that goes uh greg uh Make it Juan and TK and, and Juan and TK. It, you know, it makes that, yeah, maybe actually. So, uh, across the USA with Juan and TK, it actually rhymes better. You're right, it does. USA TK, it actually has that better rhyme. Uh, across the USA, but it, honestly, it would have to be across LA. I, nothing against the USA, just but we're in LA. <laughs> always, always looking at it and see how it is. Um, I want to see. I missed some. Okay, uh, here. Uh, Namishi is saying, Assalamu alaikum, alaikum, salam, rahmatullah, barakatuh, ahlan, wa sahlan. He's saying hi. Uh, sorry, he's just saying hi in Arabic in there. Um, IR1980 saying, um, What do you make of the Fuchsia OS? Oh, man, Fuchsia OS is coming back. Well, not really coming back, being more open sourced, right? That Google's looking for developers to help basically prog the, the progress with Fuchsia OS. It's kind of went under the radar for some time. Uh, what role do you think it will play in the future? Uh, and what are your thoughts? So initially, I'm going to say is I was surprised to hear more about that. The fact, honestly, for some reason, it, I thought that the the actual project was kind of put the put the, put this aside. They kind of left it. Um, the, the fact that it's still around, I think it's exciting. Uh, the fact that they're asking for help. I'm not sure how much that's going to help the the development in a new in a new OS with Fuchsia OS. It's going to be something more um, 
it's it's harder because of the development side, right? You're asking for other people to help you build the system that you're trying to push forward. So the development on it obviously is only going to be driven by if people want to be able to be invested in this. So the the I think the onus having it on the developers makes it a little bit hard to help develop the uh, the ecosystem. I think it's also exciting to be able to see what they could do with it. Honestly, it, this it's been going on for some time. I mean, this is almost like at the same level as Project Aria, where it it was there. We saw hardware. We saw some early development. I mean, we saw some even. Uh, I think there was a few videos showing sc- home screens and launcher uh, and customization options in there, but it just kind of went quiet for so long. And again, it's exciting that it's coming around. I don't know if it's going to have that much of a big impact on the on the existing market of the way we do things. Um, Speaking of alternative OSs, I think I saw somewhere where there was an article talking about Harmony OS is going to be launching on a tablet. I don't know if it's confirmed. This is based on an article that I was reading uh, late at night, uh, right before I went to sleep on my phone. Um, Harmony OS running on a tablet, running around, the, uh, launching around the same time as the P50. Yes, the P50, because I think it was like the P40 is already out. So I think it's good. We'll have to see if there's any actual uh, takes from developers and any uh, actual progress made. Uh, the openingness is nice. The ability to have it that open source, I hope that it stays open source, that it doesn't actually become closed source later on. So just hopefully, we'll you know, kind of like the way we have with Android right now and how the experience is. Um, AOSP is truly the the open source part of it, but AOSP doesn't come with Google Play services. AOSP doesn't come with Google, uh, perf- you know, optimizations with security services and all of those things. So we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, uh, what about uh, Beard and Jack uh, as as the show name? We'll have to, con- you know, actually, if Juan is in the chat, I'm going to have to <laughs> think of across across the USA uh, with uh, with Juan and TK. Actually, definitely has a nice little ring to it too. Um, oh, uh, yes, I remember that one. Yeah, so uh, uh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Got it, Ronaldo. Um, you're right. You're right. They did actually have a nice little interview between Carpe and uh, MKBHT talking about the Nord, uh, which surprisingly, if we if we really kind of kind of want to talk about it, it's the end of 2020. We don't have Nords in the U.S. There was a lot of rumors talking about Nords coming in here. Um, I had a chance to play with the original Nord, the N10, and obviously there's the N100. Uh, but for the most part, these seem to be more focused on the European and Asian markets. So we haven't really seen a lot of development there. But I'm excited to see more of what is uh you know what what we can see from nord nord as a as a line from from uh from oneplus is basically uh taking over their budget side of devices so we're looking obviously into powerful devices low budget pricing and of course very competitive pricing not just low budget um the N10 that I had a chance to play with was actually pretty decent, you know, for about a couple of hundred bucks. It's not like a lot of money. Uh, the standard, the first version Nord that came out, that really nice um, green one, the nice little green, uh, I was going to say uh, pastel green color. Uh, it was definitely very, very nice. I, I liked that one. It was one of the more powerful options. And I was hoping at this point, by this time of the year, we would probably see the the having a version of it for the US. And what I mean by that, I meaning supporting US bands, um, which is one of the things I'm really excited about the 888 is that natively the chip itself supports all the different bands for 5G sub six, uh, you know, mid band, low band, six, uh, sub 600 uh, type of 5G, even millimeter wave type of 5G. So in theory, there is no need for different chips to actually be able to support, you know, European or US chipset. 
Um, although, as it is typical fashion, I would imagine uh, the OEM has the ability of picking what bands this chip can support, even though this chip natively supports everything. They don't have to actually subscribe or buy all. Uh, and with that being said, I will take a drink. <sighs> Liquid libation. But yes, uh, oh, Joe's coming with the the TK with Juan show. The the TK with Juan great show. I like it. I, I like the. We may. I hope we end up turning it into a variety show. That would be a fun thing because uh, can't really do a lot of tips and tricks. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Oh, Sam's jumping in there uh, with. What do you think? And, and actually, I'd love to open this up to you guys as well. Um, what do you guys thoughts on the the design with the new S twenty one? I'm not gonna lie. I'm more excited about the design on the S21 than I was about the S the design on the S20, uh, mostly because I went with the Ultra. So the Ultra obviously had the biggest camera bump on the back. Uh, the design was pretty much squared. Like there's a lot of squares going on. There's the the square around the camera, the square around the actual device, as the typical is. Um, what I'm looking forward to is if the rumors and everything that we're hearing right now are true. The S21 or the S21 line of devices will have pen input support, but it's not going to support a pen that is built into the phone. So the phone won't have a pen housing. It's actually going to end up being as part of a case. So the case will have a pen uh, house housing mechanism for it. And then the case itself will be basically how you're able to get the pen with you all the time. So it's a special case for the S21. Um, I almost want to say they took a page of LG where they've basically given you the accessory as part of a case. But again, short answer is if that is true with the new design, I think Samsung has something going on. I don't know if a lot of people are going to be going in and saying, look, I need the pen on my S20 series. I think Note users are, are definitely going to be Note users, but S21 or the beginning of 2021 is supposed to be basically a new era of design. So we saw some talks, obviously Juan talked about this as well, about the end of the note line. Uh, we also saw the conversations about basically being in pen input to everything. So meaning what, what does make, what, what, what makes the note special if the S series has the pen? And if that is true, then we'll have to see what do they do at the end of the year? What is that next series of devices that comes out? Because once you give the pen to the S20 line, or the S line, it's hard to kind of justify the Note line's existence anymore because take the pen out of the Note. Uh, it used to mean that the Note used to be, you know, was the most powerful device of twenty of the year that it comes out in, right? So we get the better chipset, we get more RAM, we got larger batteries, we get a bigger phone, all of the things that you anticipated out of the S line, but better on the Note. Well, 2020 kind of proved us a little bit different this year, right? The Note 20 Ultra and the S20 Ultra had some interesting compromises on both ends. I still think the S20 Ultra is a better phone than the Note 20 Ultra, in my opinion. Um, and that's mostly driven by the usability of both of them. I've used both devices and I've had, I, I have to say that it doesn't sound like it's a lot, but having that extra 500 milliampere battery, having the 45 watt charging speed on the S20 Ultra made the experience on the S20 Ultra so much better. When I went from the S20 Ultra to the S to the Note 20 Ultra, I felt different. It didn't work the same. The battery didn't last as long. It's the same chipset. I mean, we went with the plus over the standard, so but that's slightly different there, you know, slightly overclocked, but it's an 865. That 500, 500 milliampere battery is definitely gone. We got the pen, but we lost battery and battery speed, maxing out the 25 watts. So again, some compromises were done between the two, but it's it was no longer that big difference of where the Note was the Note and the S was the S. It was more of the, uh, we took away 500 milliampere to put in a pen. 
that's just short way at least how I saw it. And they added the laser autofocusing system, which was trying to put it in. But in short, I'm excited to see how the S line is. Um, I'm more than likely going to be picking up the whatever the, the best version that they have. I did. I still have my S20 Ultra, and I'll be basically trading it into that. So that that's usually what I end up doing with the S lines. Uh, the Note 20. If you guys didn't get a chance to catch the uh, the the uh, the challenge that Juan Carlos and I did with uh, the Duo and the uh, Note 20 Ultra. Uh, the Note 20 Ultra is now my wife's main uh, main device, so that one stays with her, and I get a chance to switch over uh, to see what the new S line of devices do. Uh, <laughs> um, here, uh, why is OnePlus why is OnePlus did not launch the OnePlus 8T Pro? Should we? Should we be able to see it? Uh, so Sakmat is asking on what happened to the 8T, the T series of the device, uh, the 8T Pro. I think what happened is at the end of the year, OnePlus is still trying to figure out the experience of what they want to offer. What they chose to do with 2021 is release three devices, not four, which is what they typically do, right? So in 2019, we had the 7, the 7 Pro, the 7T, and then the 7T Pro, and then there was the 7T Pro McLaren edition. So there's a whole bunch of just devices already. This year they did it, and I feel like it's the right move for them. They chose to go at the end of the year, as opposed to going in with the T and AT and an you know and, and uh, an AT Pro, being that the AT would be the successor of the eight, and the AT Pro would be obviously the successor of the eight Pro. They actually released the phone that fell right between the eight and the eight Pro. I don't think it's a successor. I honestly, uh, to any of the phones of 2020, it's a successor to what we probably saw last year with the eight with the the seven T. Um, it's a phone that fits right in between. It has a really fast charging at 65 watt, which more than likely we're going to be seeing in the 9 Pro. So that's a big teaser right there. Uh, they definitely have obviously a high refresh rate. So they kept the high refresh rate. They have a flat display as opposed to a curved display. So they, they did some different combination, which is why I say that it's not a successor. And that's probably why we didn't see the 7T Pro is because they really weren't trying to do that anymore. They figured we'll give you three devices that give you a slightly different experience between each each one. The 8 and the 8 Pro are intentionally made to be a smaller version of the big guy, kind of the, the experience. But the 8T is really meant to be more of a gaming-focused, seriously gaming-focused and fast-charging-focused uh, technology. So I don't really miss the 8T Pro. I, I was a little bit initially you know, taken by the fact that we didn't see it. Were they going to do a separate event as they typically do these things? Let me see here. I'm getting... We're getting comment... Oh, I got a package. I got a package left on my door. Who? What could it be? Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Should I go check it? Hold on. Let me see. Let's see if this is if if I if I have an idea. Let me see here. I can see the camera, and I I would love to not have to to go away, but I feel like it may be. If it's something, if it if it looks like it's a massive piece, I will definitely take a small. I don't I I don't know. <laughs> um you know what? Give me give me one second guys. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Okay. 
<laughs> we'll do we'll do this in post. No, just kidding. Uh, oh, I jumped. I think I missed a comment here talking, if I'm not mistaken. Sorry, I'm, I'm back, by, uh, by the way, guys. Sorry for the little uh, hiccup there. Oh, man, I missed a lot of comments. Okay. Uh, oh, here. So MK, MKBHD uh, has always had the uh, long-standing relationship with OnePlus since the 3T uh, promo with Eon's back. Uh, I Yes, I totally agree with you there um so the package is this is actually from team pixel oh nice 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 okay uh, i think i know what it says uh it so just to kind of read it off to you guys uh thank you for the pixel love uh we are uh, uh so here are uh three exclusive pixel prints you can't uh, we can't wait to see what you think of them show off uh your prints with the gift from google sincerely uh <laughs> Okay, so hold on. I got to show this to you guys. Let's switch over to the overhead cam. They have a nice little Google paperclip. It's really like a really nice little Google paperclip. Very nice, very nice. So let's go ahead and put this phone away. So I actually walked out just to kind of see it. So here is the letter. So you guys can see it right there. Um, here you go. Three exclusive pixel prints. And hope we, you know, we'd love to see what you think. I'll definitely be checking those out. So let's do, oh, let me open it up here. I think I know which ones they are, but I don't want, I want to make sure there's no sensitive information on it. Sorry guys, one second. And okay, so here we are, we're good, we're good. We are good. So let's take this guy out. So here, we're going to look at them together and let's go ahead and open it up. So first print is, if I'm not mistaken, this is a, dis, a disassembled uh, pixel. So this is going to be the pixel 4A, as you can see, the big one. It could be the 4A or the 5. I'm not sure because the camera setup set is the same. There's the dual cameras in the back. And of course, in the front, we have the top front side. I can't tell if it's the 5 or... Okay, so this is definitely either the 4A or the 5, uh, but definitely in more of a disassembled side. And then here... You could see uh, even a bigger uh, view of how it looks like the different camera assembly here. So this is just the sensor sitting in the back, the glass pieces, the two sensors in the back, the charging port. I'm assuming this is either the speaker side, the battery, of course, different ribbons all around the actual display, the SIM tray that's sitting right there, and we're able to obviously see it and, and enjoy it really nice. Of course, all the different, the, the motherboard and the daughterboard set up there. Uh, and then here is another one. Uh, this one looks more, if I'm not mistaken, this is the 4A because that one is a single camera in the back uh, and we get the different button accents, the screws again, more. And how many pieces go into what you get on a pixel, which is really, 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 really nice. Um, I do want to say thank you. Thank you very much to Google for the nice little surprise. I, I saw this online yesterday and I wasn't sure if um, there would be one in my way. <laughs> and believe it or not, as it typically, this isn't the first time. Uh, I always end up getting uh, a nice little uh, kind of gift from Google in the middle of the show. So with that being said, thank you very much to the uh, Team Pixel, of course, and of course, a gift from Google team there for the nice little surprise. And I hope you guys enjoyed um, looking at it or sharing this box with me or this package with me that showed up. I didn't, again, it's one of those things I didn't realize was coming and it was really a very nice surprise. Um, and I love them. I, I actually love the little designs, the disassembled. Um, it, it's basically like the decomposed version, of, uh, deconstructed, not decomposed, the deconstructed version of our, our favorite pixels. Um, I did a video actually earlier this week talking about your basically the best way to pick a pixel, which pixel is the right pixel for 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 depending on which one you're looking for. And I covered the Pixel 4, the Pixel 4, the Pixel 4a, sorry, the Pixel 4a, the 4a 5G, and then the Pixel 5. And 
<laughs> and uh, it's one of those things that you have to truly appreciate what they offered and really the consistency and the experience across devices. So that's one of the things I really appreciated. Uh, it's always one of those really nice ones. Um, Oh, so Ronaldo is saying, is it, the problem that OnePlus faces in the US is the competition with budget phones, the Pixel, Samsung A7s, A71s, et cetera. And that's true. In the US, there's a lot more competitions going on right now, at least in this area, in this market. Although to kind of maybe almost maybe balance out the comment there on that one with Ronaldo is, uh, if we look at it from both sides, in Europe, there's a lot more competition going on in that mid-range. I mean, Xiaomi's in the gameplay there, which they're not playing here. Um, you know, officially, basically. So I feel like there's a lot more options in the UK or in Europe, and that's where this device is going in with competition. It's going into India, which is also has a lot more, you know, with the uh, the Xiaomi, the Realme's, and the other other devices that are generally even more affordable. Uh, and those are the things that I always wondered going on uh, with with that system. Um, uh, Ronaldo, sure, Team Pixel, Mr. Pixel. Yes, so Joe, Joe, uh, I don't know, Joe, if you got one too, or if it's probably in the mail, I. I I don't know, I, but it's definitely from uh, Steam Pixel. So really, really excited. Very, very, very happy. I was very excited to get that earlier today. Uh, I'd like the hidden selfie game. So speaking of which, um, I want to say the Axon 20. If I'm, I may be wrong on the name, but um, so there's an Axon coming up with their first uh, in-display or uh, beneath the display camera. Now we saw this from Xiaomi. This isn't new tech, but it's actually the first phone to launch with this. Uh, and I'm hoping to be able to get my hands on one of them. I, I reached out and see. We'll see what they say. Uh, we'll have to see if they actually uh, are able to send me a unit to be able to check out. But it, I'm excited to see uh, and new development from Axon. And of course, the Axon 20 would definitely be really, really cool. Scott's jumping in. Uh, really cool. Uh, look, it definitely looks really nice. I love them. Um, the The design is simple and it's unique in the sense of what it offers. But just again, that little view of the decomposed, the, the disassembled. Let's go ahead and put that in front of you guys. Uh, the disassembled Pixel Five or the Pixel Four A Five G. And again, it's hard to tell. I'm, I want to say this is a Pixel Five. I can't tell, but it, it's hard because um, you know. Actually, I take that back. I take that back. I think the Pixel Five is. In, in green in sage primarily so this has to be the pixel 4a so this has to be there yes aditya is in the comments man sabaho man welcome back welcome back man hope you're doing well um they need to flatten those screens it's it's hard it's hard the design it's hard basically to pick one side over the other right some people like curved displays and some people like flat displays for gaming experience, for for the basically the best experience that you can get, with also with the best um, experience, like for just overall getting a glass protector, cases, and so on, all those things that you generally want to do with it with a device. I feel like flat displays do much better. There is really not much is being done yet, unless you're going with like the the uh, the Xiaomi. Um, I want to say the uh, the Mi 10 Ultra that had the more of a you know the circular uh, uh, display where you actually have the display that goes on the other side of the actual device then it becomes a little bit more functional if you're able to add function to it. Uh, but waterfall displays are nice to look at, but ghost touching could, could also drive some people crazy. So those are one thing. Uh, keep that in mind when you're looking at devices like that. Um, oh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm, uh, hopefully you're doing well uh, with uh, with homework and uh, with school, uh, Aditya. I know it's been, I, as the end as the year comes to an end, there's typically a lot more you know, tests and so on going at the end of the year. 
Speaking of which, I forgot to mention, uh, last week I mentioned to you guys the, the winner of the watch, and he did get in touch with me on Sunday. And I want to say thank you very much to Mob Voy for it's already shipped. It's on its way to him. Uh, so it's going to be exciting for to, to hear us see what he thinks of the watch. So they, he did get a chance to win, uh, and he, he actually is very happy he's getting it soon. Hopefully we'll see how that goes. But Aditya, I hope you're doing well. I hope school's going great. Um, it's hard uh, with the way things are going right now, but it definitely, it you know, you got to focus on what's important. And I think this is a really good one. And uh, let me know what you think of the new, with the new LG uh, is, is are things are still working as good as they were, or as you mentioned to us last week. Um, uh, Devin, uh, good day, mate. Uh, I'm doing good. What about you, man? Good. Uh, let me see here. I'm thinking there's a couple of comments here. Uh, Aditya is going back. I think answers here more. Uh, another live unboxing. I know. No, it's one of those weird things, right? I didn't think the package was going to show up. I didn't react, so they didn't say anything, right? I saw it on somebody's uh, on on somebody's Twitter. I want to say, and um, you never know. Sometimes you know, you know. Some people do, depending on wh whomever this the, will get the piece or so on. But yes, another live unboxing. This is the way we do it. If it shows up during the live stream on Saturday, it gets unboxed on the live stream. And that's one of the reasons why I like, uh, you know, and that's just like, hey, you got a package. It wasn't just a notification. It specifically knew there was something left. So it was nice. So thank you very much to Team Pixel. Always, always. Uh, Matt Tyler, I, I'm an Obi-Wan Kenobi nerd. Uh, I'm so hyped for the for the new Disney Plus series coming next year. Yes, that was. So the, the Disney stuff with the Star Wars coming up. Um, I know WandaVision comes up, uh, I think, in the beginning of January or so on. Uh, the announcement from Warner Brothers that all of their all of their movies are going to be coming up to HBO Max on the same day as they're being launched is super exciting. Um, and I really can't wait to see how things go uh, with all the movies and all things coming up next year. Uh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> yes, definitely. More. Uh, I got to have the got to have the coffee just to kind of keep it uh, keep it going. And of course, hydration. Um, yes, that mic is great. It's a great deal The set up around $350 and it sounds very similar to a uh, $61 kit. Definitely can't compare the, the built sound quality is very nice. I think they're, they're talking about certain things, uh, between the two, uh, Matt's jumping in there. Um, <laughs> I'm not an, Oh, I'm not an Obi-Wan Kaboog. <laughs> uh, because I ain't paying Disney that much money. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear, I hear, uh, Okay, let's see. Next one. Oh, Sean, uh, Sean Pfeiffer. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for the super sticker, man. I hope you're doing well. Uh, hope you're having a good weekend. And uh, always appreciate it. Always appreciate the support, man. Thank you very much. Um, oh, so... Uh, so uh, Lucifer, I, okay. So Lucifer's M is talking about the uh, series discon discontinuing the series of the note. So the short version of that is if the pen is no longer unique to the note, meaning S-line devices can get S, uh, pen input, you lose that uniqueness of what the note stands for. So that's there's no point to call a note a note if the S-series gets a pen, if the note series gets a pen, in whatever other series that they're releasing with will support a pen input. Uh, in theory, it basically makes it so that they should just basically make the pen as an accessory to all of their devices, no longer making a specific phone to it. Now, does that mean that they're going to be releasing a second device at the end of the year with more better specs, but just called like an like another version of it, like the way they did with the S20s? Because you saw beginning of the year, we have the S20, the S20 Ultra, and the S20 Plus. Then at the end of the year, they did the S20 FE, which was 
in my mind, I feel like the right price for the S20 series. It still ran mostly the S20, uh, you know, hardware, but much cheaper. So the goal would be maybe for Samsung to focus more on the Z Flip or the Z Flip, uh, the, well, sorry. So basically the Z Flip or the Fold, as well as the S series. And of course, just expanding on those devices. The mid-rangers, the A series, I think are still not going to be that much impacted by this. But again, once you give the S series, and if the rumors of that extra case with the pen input for the S uh, for the S21 is true, it's hard to justify somebody saying, I don't, I want to go for a pen that's built into it. Because at that point, you're, you're, you're justifying paying more money for something that you could just get as an accessory if you want. Because remember, the S21 won't come with the pen. It's an accessory that you need to buy to make it work with the pen. So you either buy the pen by itself or the case that comes with a pen. And those things become more of an accessory. And it's more of a choice. Um, I feel like LG did a great job in 2020 to give us a choice of saying, look, the V60 is a great phone by itself at $799. You want to get it with the case? Then it goes up to $899. You want to get it with a case and a pen? $840 because it's like $40 for the pen. But that's the customization level that you got. You don't have to get the whole package. You can just get it customized. But again, once you provide that choice, there really is no, there's, it's hard to justify the existence of the note. Um, but in a sense, it's also kind of almost making everything a note, if that makes sense. So the S line becomes a more pseudo note. Um, my hope though, is now the pen that whatever pen input they be end up using um, gets power through NFC. So the same way we've seen the power consumption or the power share over NFC to cases in the past with Samsung devices, like the LED case and so on. We see that come in and also they use that to be able to power the pen. So the pen stays powered as long as it's in the case. So we'll have to see how that goes. Um, but I'm excited to see how the, uh, the, uh, the approach that they decide to do there. <coughs> Sorry about that. Uh, we should all get together and play Warzone. Absolutely, dude. Uh, so Matt said that around the 16th, we should be able to see the new series. So that would be... What is that? The the Wednesday, I think. That's Wednesday next week, right? The right before Juan, Juan and I do our first uh, show together. So yeah, definitely, we'll have to plan it out. Um, I there's there's a lot of cool games coming up this year, so I'm really really excited about all the gaming experiences and, and what we are able to do. Um, today, I still have to say, P. PC gaming. Uh, okay, so we're back. We're back. We had another uh, circle of death coming kind of thing. Um, definitely very nice uh, here. Uh, my tech reviews. Um, I was taking a I was taken aback when uh, when you mentioned the price of sixty one dollars for what a super cool thing. Okay, I think they're still talking about the microphones uh, between the two of them. Uh, uh, is this the part where you show where we talk about these lifestyle items? Oh, let's talk about the AirPod Max. I think, you know, we, we want to. I think Andrew Wallace kind of started at the beginning and I didn't get a chance to conclude that part or go through it. Um, uh, dude, uh, so, uh, Matt, don't worry about it, dude. Any, everything is going good. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the AirPod Max. So... First things first, I think I mentioned at the beginning, I did put in an order for my for a pair. I want to see how they perform. I want to see how they compare, uh, namely how they compare at least to my Sony's because Sony's to me are basically the standard of what I look at. Um, I'm also in the process of trying to reach out a few companies to see if there's I can get some of their uh, some of their headphones as well. I think from a comparison standpoint, Apple users have 
come to expect the best experience possible from Apple on anything they release. Um, there's definitely a, a thing to be said as far as simplicity of connectivity, access, connection. Um, what I really appreciated about the AirPods Pro back when I had it, when I was playing with them originally as my, my main using uh, my main headphones, uh, was the fact that the hardware enabled the function. So basically, ANC didn't need to actually be connected to an iPhone for it to work. So you could turn on ANC, turn it off, you know, uh, turn on basically pass through mode, or you go with uh, active noise cancellation. Um, the Macs obviously have nine microphones, so they're supposed to have even better. They're supposed to with the H1 chip. Again, a lot of fancy words for it saying is essentially it's going to be processing a lot of its own things independently between each ear cup. The design is definitely high end. They're metal design. Uh, it's cold to the touch from what we've seen with the, you know, uh, with I think, um, uh, sorry, SuperSaf's uh, video. And what I wanted to see basically is do they justify the price? I think the price is a little bit high. Um, for what they're promising. Not to say that what they're promising isn't high-end. It's just that from, from what we've seen on paper, and if you notice a lot of the videos that we've seen already from, from different releases, uh, not sure if they're, they're, you know these units were sent to them by, from Apple or are these actually things that they were able to buy. But the short answer is not none of them are doing a full review. They want to spend some time with it, so which is true, and I think a lot of people should. Uh, but I wanted to see the experience on my end to see how do they sound? Do they stack up to what Apple is releasing? Uh, do they work well only with iPhones or do they work well with Android devices as well or you know PCs and so on? Because that's really the lifestyle that you want to keep in mind. People like to buy a he headphones. I mean, I have I have an iPhone, I have an iPad, I have a MacBook. Uh, I don't use them all the time as my primary devices, but they're devices that I have. And again, this could be the augment, uh, augmenting experience that we're, we're missing. But um, I think Andrew said it at the beginning. He's going to go with the Sennheiser uh, headphones. Um, and it's one of those things we'll have to basically see how things go with that on that end. Uh, I'm, I'm down for that, even if I am. <laughs> okay, I think I may have missed the conversation between uh, uh, Joe and, uh, and, uh, and Greg going on. Uh, uh, right there, uh, Lucifer was using a uh, oh in Hindi. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, uh, and in his message prior to that, uh, yeah, I think I saw something in there and I couldn't understand what it was, and that's why I left it and I didn't mention it there as well. Uh, da -da -da -da. Let me see else over there. <laughs> Apple AirPod. <laughs> See, okay, so Greg sees it as a as a as a uh, as a brassiere or as a bra. Um, I saw it more of a purse. Like when uh, I, I swear, like I think what I should do for the video as an intro, uh, just show myself actually as I'm doing the introduction, talking to you guys, which just show the unboxing of the actual case. And as soon as I'm done, right before the intro is about to transition over to the little splash screen that I have coming up, I hold the purse and I walk out. That's, that's just going to be like a, the, the, the purse. For, exactly, exactly. No, it, it's one of those things. The design is so, uh, you know, let's talk about that case. Actually, I, I want to talk about the case. I think the case is the most craziest part of this entire design. It makes no sense absolutely in the sense of what they've designed there. The only function that I see the case providing is by the use of magnets telling the headphones to turn off because according to the existing, at least from the few videos that we've seen, you don't have a way of turning them off, which I find to be very, very disheartening because 
if you're claiming this much battery life, you should have the ability of using them uh, and be able to turn them off. If we can't turn off our own headphones, at some point it becomes non-functional because even the case itself puts them in a low power state. It doesn't actually turn them off so that when you take them out of the case, they automatically turn back on. That's kind of like the uh, you know hibernation type of a function. Uh, to put that on the side though, the only other thing that this case functions is Actually, that's the only thing that it functions. It doesn't really do anything else. It doesn't protect the actual casing. And maybe maybe it helps so that the uh, ear cups don't fall off because they're magnetically connected. But at the end of the day, it doesn't protect the unit. There's ports everywhere. Uh, the top part of it exposed. A bottom part is exposed. Uh, the mesh fabric, the most, I would say, the, the weakest part uh, construction side from this actual entire design with the aluminum you know, casing and all of that stuff, it's a mesh uh, um, the, the mesh overhead uh, experience is great for maybe a user experience because they'll feel really nice and really soft. But over time, if you're giving us a case that doesn't protect it, can you imagine putting that in your backpack or somewhere and you're walking around and then somehow one of your pens goes through that thing? You just, there's no replacement to that thing. There's no, that's your AirPods. That's your whole experience there. So I feel like the carrying case of anything should have protected that part of the casing, not the aluminum part that is more than likely not going to get dented unless you really go at it uh, with it. Uh, so there's that part going in for it. And of course, the design just kind of goes out the door. It's almost like when it was designed, it was either never shown combined as a unit. So meaning they said, this is the design for the Apple uh, AirPod Max case, and this is the Apple AirPod Max. Okay, they look great. Go ahead, send them to production. We'll do it and we'll look at it later. And then later after everything was produced and everything was sent, you know, and the machine puts them on, they got it's like, oh, wait a minute, this is what it looks like? Oh, okay. So that's where you're getting it. So if you haven't seen it, and of course I'm saying this with in 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 all honesty, more of a, a joking matter. I do I do find it to be you know a little bit off that this was not looked at and, and somebody noticed it at Apple before releasing it. Like it looked like a purse it, or it looks like a bra. It, it looks like a many, many different things. Um, but, uh, you know, jokes aside, realistically, I don't think a lot of people are going to have any problems with it. I feel like this is this feeds uh, right into the Apple ecosystem. If, you, if you're in it and you love it, I think this is definitely going to feed into what you're looking in there. Um, um, IR1980 is Apple, uh, the premium brand uh, <laughs> masquerading as a luxury brand, Louis Vuitton-esque. Um, there's a good chance that they tried to take a big, big page from the Louis Vuitton side. The, the first thing I want to mention is obviously Apple owns Beats. So this is not by any means the first, um, I would say, over-ear experience headphones that Apple as a company has released under the label of its own. It's just, uh, sorry, it is the first it's released under Apple's name. It's owned other uh, basically companies like Beats where they've been releasing things like this before. So the short answer is this is their first intro, intro to it. And there's going to be a lot. This is a very high bar that they're going to be setting. So that's the goal. If they miss the bar, then they're basically, I would say, basically setting it very simply, uh, almost like an easy step for everybody else to jump over kind of a thing. Uh, but at the end of the day, we want something that makes sense for people to want to buy with that, obviously, $1,200 uh, $1, to $1,300 experience. So it's almost like Apple right now, if you're looking at buying the, the 12 Pro Max with the AirPod Max, plus the charger, plus the cable, uh, and I'm talking about the uh, the three and a half to lightning cable because it doesn't come on the box, um, you're you're getting pretty pretty close up there because 
1200 bucks i think if i'm not mistaken plus uh 550 bucks a 1750 bucks add tax to that plus that 35 dollar cable and the 35 dollar charger you're close to a two thousand dollar experience just if you want to get the best of the best of what apple has to offer that's a that's a high life that's that's a, that's a high price regardless regardless of where we're going there um uh oh so uh new new for twitch 2020 is uh a cool i'm still with my g7 uh oh the g7 is definitely very very nice i, I stand by my previous comment I, I like it matt um oh so aditi is jumping in so i think it's a poor design leaves the headband uh yeah so uh leaves the headband and part of the sound uh uh, embedding uh, part exposed. Uh, it's a fashion accessory, carry case, and not a protective case. Absolutely. Uh, and and the sad part about it is that's the thing that's included in the case, which again could probably mean uh, they're opening it up to third-party accessories, which could also mean that we're probably going to get better accessories for it. But again, it depends on if this is something that's even on your radar. So the the short answer of this is this is Apple's first over-the-year experience. They 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 look comfortable. We've heard many people say that they are. Um, they look basically promising, but I don't know. Till I get them in the hand, hopefully we'll have to see. Um, I have both Juan Carlos and Josh, uh, Joshua Vergara, both like the moment I told them I'm getting it, they literally broke into to, to laugh. And I realized I think it's more of um, I wanted to try it. I really wanted to see how it was. That's really one of my things. I wanted to see what it was. So we'll have to see how it goes there. Um, Matt, uh, how long until Spigen makes a protective case that takes advantage of the magnet so it can switch to low power mode? Absolutely. I would imagine them releasing it on day one. Uh, I'm, I'm actually surprised we haven't seen many many accessories because for the for the short future that obviously, you know, before people start seeing things, um, I know, you know, Apple releases things, but they tend to release the, the, the licensing to it. Uh, just for reference, these are the headphones that a lot of people thought were going to be called the Apple, um, I think they're called the Apple AirPod Studios. Now that we know that they're actually the called the AirPod Max. So we'll have to see how they, they go in there. Um, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, Greg. So it's, it's, a, it's a hard sell. The case itself is a hard sell. I feel like a lot of people are going to buy it and they're just going to keep the case in the in the box and just never touch it. Because the reality of the matter is you wouldn't want to be caught with that. And I'm, I mean, I make a joke of it, uh, but we need better cases. And of course, uh, speaking, we'll always have to jump into it. Um, Aditya is coming back with the, um, uh, you can buy a, um, shit <laughs> you can buy a, a whole bunch of uh and then some of uh focal uh, oh focal uh, audio file headphones for around 900 uh and an lg v60 for 800 and still have money left over in comparison to buying the 12 pro max and the airbot max absolutely dude the the, the uh the preposterousness of that we're seeing here which i'm really worried about is this is opening a, this is opening a door for other manufacturers to basically say oh Apple can sell their headphones for 550. I should be able to sell mine for 552. And it just starts to trend, right? Everybody just starts going in there and we're going to start seeing $500 headphones that are for the most part not offering that much more than what a 200 to $300 pair of headphones, which I still think the Sony MX4s are by far one of the best options in 2020. Uh, super long battery life, great audio, some nice improvements over the MX3s. Um, and of course, if you've used Sony's before, you know about the 360 spatial audio, their improvements, uh, their integration with Tidal for 360 audio. There's a lot of things to be said for half the price of what that is. So I'm I'm not in, I'm not expecting to be super excited, but I'm I'm hoping for the best, uh, anticipating the worst. Let's just say that. Um, it does actually. <laughs> 
I know you. I know what you meant. I, 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 I just did not want to. I, it's not a word I usually say uh, all the time. That's the only reason. So when I saw it, uh, I assumed it was a Danish shite, like shite, uh, Um if I'm not saying that correctly, I think that's the translation of it in in German, Scheiste. So, uh, I, I that's what I assumed you were trying to uh, write it in German. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, so jumping back into with Joe here, uh, uh, Greg is going to jump in. I'm uh, going to say like I'm going to stick with my twenty dollar Toshiba over the uh, over the ear headphones. The reality is, yeah, the, the we're 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 splitting hairs at the Apple level of what the Max can do. Can can the AirPod Max really provide that much more? The reality is not true. Not, I mean, there's so many more options available that are at a much cheaper price. I'm talking much cheaper, meaning about like 200 to $300 cheaper. I'm not talking about like 20 bucks or 30 bucks. Something in the 300 to $350 range from Microsoft, from um, from Sony, uh, from, from different companies. I mean, even uh, um, Huawei released uh, studio headphones. I saw a few posts from uh, some of the other uh, uh, YouTubers. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Tim Schofield got one of, uh, one of those as well. So short answer is there's a lot of options, and Apple is truly... Like they're not truly providing a big incentive into basically saying people should go for it. Although here's the thing: even though it's five fifty, you try to go buy them now from Apple, and you have to wait till April to pick up a pair. Um, Best Buy, which was the actual, uh, I did put in my order with Best Buy, and is no longer available for next week shipping. Now is like predicting to be shipping in somewhere in the middle of uh, January to February. So it doesn't seem like the five fifty is uh, is causing people to have any heartache. And uh, it is what it is. People are either it's either being it's either that they're being scalped, which is something that could potentially happen, which means a whole bunch of companies bought them and then they're not going to be reselling them on Amazon later on as a resale because there's nobody can get them for Christmas. Uh, but we'll have to see. Th those are definitely things that I'm not worried on too much. I was lucky enough to be able to get it. Um, I I looked at the uh, shopping cart on Apple a couple of times and I closed it for a day. And then I decided to pick them up the next day. And again, Best Buy came to the came came to came through for me at this point. Um, but that's what I wanted to kind of talk about a little bit as well. The question is this: Would you, if you have the 500, 550 bucks or so on, would you go for the Xbox Series X at five hundred? And we're talking about the Series X disc model, not the Series S. The S obviously is the that's a three hundred ninety nine. That's a hundred hundred dollars less. Would you go for the Xbox Series X at five hundred? Would you go for the PlayStation at five hundred? The disc editions by PlayStation Five at five hundred, or would you go for the for the brand new AirPod Max? There's no. I don't even think people would even consider the AirPod. I mean, I just don't know why they would price their headphones the same price as a next gen console. That just doesn't make sense. It's a five hundred and fifty dollar, six hundred dollar experience, and and Joe has that right there. He nailed it right on the on the dot. I talked about this on the podcast a couple of days ago with um, with uh, Joshua, which hopefully you guys will see soon. Um, it's something very interesting. It's like weird that they would even price it there, but again, it's sold. Uh, if there's a demand, it, it's hard. It's hard for a company to understand what they're doing. It may not necessarily fit correctly or work correctly when the demand is still there. So we'll have to we'll have to see uh, what what people say. Uh, Unbox Mania, I am with you. The Sony 1000 MX4s are by far the best. I feel like they're the best of 2020, uh, from my experience. Uh, not to say that they're going to be uh, other other headsets that are a little bit more expensive or maybe few, provide a few other options, but I feel like the, the Sony's are definitely one of the better ones available on the market.
uh, <laughs> Matt's like AirPod Max for the win. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to say. I definitely not gaming style or gaming gaming grade headphones. So for me, uh, my uh, basically my Logitech headphones are going to be my biggest thing. So for me, gaming is is very specific. You don't you don't mess with that. Uh, but we'll have to see. Uh, I wonder if the purse can take uh, the the expense Apple uh, the expensive Apple wheels. I don't know. We'll have to see. They, uh, I mean, weren't they like a hundred bucks a piece? The the really the aluminumized uh, whatever the the wheels for the for the base of the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Apple Apple and their designs like the stand was a thousand bucks. Like how? Would, why why does that even make sense? I mean, seriously, a thing that only does one thing that is I agree super machine super detailed and all of that, but it just it's one of those beco- becoming type of devices that I don't know. Uh, my XM3s and my uh, my gaming Sennheisers are all I need. At peace, yes, Sony for sure. The XM3s, and I think the uh, Sony this year. Uh, I was sad to see that Sony was not giving out the XM4s with uh, the Xperias uh, this year, but that it was still an option. I think in Europe they did have some some casing available there. Um, details uh, with my concern. is whether okay we're back um but dts comment i think is very very valid it's basically saying it's, it's using the 550 price tag as a uh, as an indicator saying it's okay to go that expensive um it's one of those things that they did with the smartphone uh, series they went over a thousand dollars and now literally almost every company is releasing is hitting that thousand dollars plus size um I can't say that it's worth uh, worth it for the money, but consumer grade, not, no 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, bearing, uh, uh, sorry, uh, bearing headphone jacks, uh, okay, uh, headphone jack is a bit too much when audiophiles um, options like the THX Panda, non-ANC, uh, or other consumer grade XM4s, like the XM4s exactly, Sony's, are more comfortable uh, to, the, uh, to the AirPod Max and even exist already. So, yeah, no, battery life is definitely longer on the XM4s, longer than the uh, the AirPod Max, at least the advertised battery life. Uh, it's one of those things that I always appreciated uh, about what we got from different companies, the competition, right? But you're right. Aditya has a very, very good point, which I think if we if we look at it, it's the precedence that it's going in here. It, they're setting the bar higher now. Apple now saying, look, it's okay to go 550. Uh, still won't go into Coco. Um, and what we're seeing essentially is we're seeing more and more uh, more people are buying it. So Apple's initial impression is like, well, this is a good thing. It's a sale. It's a win. Uh, we're gonna keep keeping you know keeping it there. We're not gonna try to this. We're not gonna try to f- see if the market really responds very very badly on it. So the short answer is, um, it's something that we need to basically decide with our wallets. And unfortunately, it seems like Apple is probably not going to get it. And I, and I realize my position in this conversation because in a certain way, I'm saying that I'm saying that statement, but I'm also saying at the same time that I'm actually picking a pair up. Uh, I'm picking it up purely because I want to see the comparison. I'd love to be able to share that with you guys. It's something that I'm intrigued mostly on the performance that this pair of headphones is trying to offer, not necessarily that I was looking to buy them as my primary driver uh, pair of headphones. I still believe in my Sonys, and I'm I'm hoping to be surprised with what Apple is offering with their devices. Again, it's the level of control of what you can do with the audio. Can you tune it? Can you experience it really well? And how does it work with anything that is not Apple? Because there are other people out there that buy Apple accessories and believe me they don't use them with apple phones so they, they use them with with other devices even pcs and so on oh man 
uh, uh, wait, right there. So he says, Aditya, I think that's uh, uh, that's the that's the bully side uh, of Apple's uh, position as the market leader. Um, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it. I, I agree. I agree. It's it's they they lead they lead the market and they push they push the market up. And at the end of the day, what ends up happening is sales will start compromising. Samsung felt that this year with the Note. The Note 20 line of devices did not sell as much as what previous years of Note line of devices. Now, keep in mind, yes, that the the timing of the Note came in the middle of the pandemic. It's not the same as when the S line of devices came out at the beginning of the year, because at the beginning of the year, people were still able to go out and buy things. I mean, the the, the full effect of what we are in the current situation wasn't at the, wasn't there at the beginning of when the S20 line of devices were being sold. A lot more people were spending money on the S20s. The Note came in the middle of it, and realistically, the Note 20 dropped 200 bucks a week after it was released. That is just course correction galore. Um, and of course, obviously, we'll, we have to see more and more things coming up from there. Um, Matt's jumping in. TK, come on, Warzone, using the AirPod Max. I'm kicking kick him from the squad. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, so you guys heard it there. I, I, I am, I'm almost a hundred percent sure that they are not even close. The latency factor on these things are going to be just crazy bad when it comes to gaming. Can you imagine going into Warzone and I'm like just off on the on the key of when things are happening? I'm just getting shot the whole time. No, uh, good headphones in Warzone are as important as a good mouse and keyboard. Let's just say that it's one of those things you have to appreciate. Uh, and Greg is in. Uh, Greg is on Twitch. See, that's one thing Twitch has that I think uh, YouTube doesn't have as much as the the icon uh, selection, which is really really nice. Um, I think it said a lot about Samsung making the Samsung S twenty FE. I've realized that's I think the the biggest cause of what that why that device exists. Um, the FE line originally was purely of a way for them to sell the the last note 7 devices that they couldn't sell because they recalled a gazillion of them and they had to fix them and then of course they capped the battery capacity on them and they just basically resold them as S, uh, you know note 7 to fe uh, and the s20 fe offered us a good example of what apple sorry what samsung should be pricing their note 20 their s uh, the s20 line of devices short answer that device with the features that it offered was very comparable to the S20, which was close to a thousand bucks. And I feel like it did a much better job uh, basically being available at, at that price point. And it's, it's fast. It ran the latest version of One UI, gave you all the features. Um, the, the biggest compromise that I felt that they went with is the material that they decided to go with, which is where they made some of their compromises. It had a lot more to see what they did with the Note 20 line, which way they went with the material on the back. But that's something that we're also kind of, you know, we, we really shouldn't ex accept a device that they're asking for at a thousand dollars plus and then sell it to you with materials that you typically can expect from a mid-range device you know i don't mind it at a 600 maybe or a 500 device but when you go to a thousand dollars that material should not be there that's one of the problems with the note 20 Ed, for sure uh oops sorry ir <laughs> airpod sorry airpods se 2021 i'm calling it now okay <laughs> matt tyler got it IR is in there is the only fa the only factor that can uh, that can stop uh, Apple from getting away with this uh, this type of pricing is the consumer exactly it's the judging with your own wallet if you don't buy the product and it is selling at that much believe me Apple will not be releasing the sequel to it or even keep it at that price point Apple exists in the marketing and consumers behavior are in the uh, in the taking full advantage of it and I feel like it's it's seriously more of the um, it's that design. It almost like it fits into that whole ecosystem. It's a lifestyle. 
And I understand that Apple releases many things that do fit their own design, but I realize at the end of the day, their pricing and their availability of things just sometimes just it begs the question is, do they really anticipate there is that much, there are going to be that much demand or do they know it's going to be that much um, when they're releasing a device or is it truly a gamble? Because the reality is they didn't announce it. They didn't make a show about it. It just happened. It became available. And of course, a few YouTubers got access to those. So we got a chance to see some hands-on. But at the end of the day, realistically, there's a good chance that a lot of people are not going to know what they are till they go into the Apple store and see what's happening. I'm sure there's going to be some news buzz and stuff like that. But 550 bucks right before Christmas and they're sold out, sold out all the way till next year. It's also, if anything else, it's not really a good experience, a good timing for Apple. It's almost like they wanted to throw something in the middle of December just to have it. I think this should have been released earlier. And, and even if they wanted to release them and have a better experience, the price, honestly, for what I've seen now, 300 would be the max, I feel like would be a comfortable price for, for what Apple is offering. Uh, but again, as, as a first release, if, if nothing else. Um, my quality uh, should be good, though. Uh, one thing I have ha have to admit that about the AirPods is that the mics on them are always very good. They are they they do have the gold standard of microphones when we when I've done tests microphone tests in the past. Uh, that's one thing they do they they feel really good, um, even with the original AirPods. Uh, those are one thing that I always appreciated about them. Um, uh, oh, re recommended them the Gen Two non pros. Uh, my dad, uh, who primarily uses them for phone calls, definitely. No, no, uh, that's something I feel like Android's been struggling, in, even with the microphone setup options that we've seen in different times. So we'll have to see how they sound, uh, and I definitely will be looking forward to checking them out uh, again. Hopefully next week, if they do ship out when they said they're supposed to be, uh, they'll be around four hundred pounds. Yeah. So uh, Matt, Matt's projecting about a four hundred pound price pr price tag on that one. Uh, or 450 <laughs> definitely uh they might look uh they, they might look uh, look like under uh underwater next time <laughs> sorry about that guys uh let's see what else we have here um oh oh dude yes 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 Aditya, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Aditya reminds me always. I, I, the time, time time always flies with this one. So um, guys, if you don't mind, do me a favor in the comments. Uh, and we're going to start it off with Aditya since he hit us up with this. Uh, <laughs> um, it's time for that time again with during the show for the uh, TK section. We're going to go ahead and tick, tick, uh, kick it off. Uh, and I'm just going to give it a few more seconds, a few more people to throw that in there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, realistically, there's a lot of things to be said about, you know, AirPod Max, but price is the crazy part about it. It's truly, it's it's truly to the max. The price is to the max. Let's go ahead and do the screen sharing. And we're going to kick it off. And what? Yeah. <laughs> always. I always have to time it correctly to kind of do the hand, uh, the handshaking. So with that said, um, I always want to say thank you very much to Aditya, uh, as usual, jumping in and keeping, uh, keeping us on our toes. Uh, Greg is jumping in there as well. Uh, we have uh, Ronaldo, 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 Rolando, Rolando. Got it. Okay, Rolando uh, in there as well. My Tech Reviews, of course, Aditya Anil, as, as usual, TKception. IR1980, of course, uh, Aditya, hashtag TKRBay, as always. Uh, Scott Mindblown, dude, I love it. That look. Guys, seriously, uh, so Scott has the exact opposite of the beard that I have. He has the, the white spot is in the middle and mine is on the other side. It's almost like he took my picture and switched, just messing. Just messing there. Uh, my tech here. Uh, the new to new, new fort new sorry 
new for Twitch 2020, of course. Uh, Greg in there as well. Uh, everybody else is jumping in as well, of course, as usual. And Matt Tyler winning the award for the most amount of hashtags in one concept comment. Uh, TKception, TK Bay, the TK and Wang Bagnell, some LG chill guy, some punchable face guy, and hopefully some guy talking to me on Thursday night guy. Um, Joe is in there, of course, as well. Uh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. I don't know why I'm having a hard time with it. Uh, I it, it just maybe it's the coffee. Maybe it's like I'll, I'll blame it on the coffee. I'll blame it on the coffee. Uh, <laughs> always, always, guys. Yeah, no, definitely. It's it's one of those things that I appreciate just being able to hang out with you guys, honestly. And it, you know, you know, with the end of 2020 coming about like this, um, I have to say that it's it's crazy. It's crazy how things have been going on, and I, I really hope that you guys are doing you know doing well, trying to stay safe. As as a DTS jumping in, thank you, TK chat. How it was fun. Uh, enjoyed the shows, uh, and of course, and the company. Of course, everyone stay safe, warm. Have a great weekend ahead, and uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, We're back. We're back. It always ends up being this way. The, the, the StreamYard always finds that perfect time. Uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to, uh, just to kind of do a quick recap of what we talked about today, next Thursday on the 17th of December is going to be our first show. So Juan Carlos and myself are going to basically have our first get-together, uh, and it's going to be a weekly show going on around Thursday. We're going to try to keep it around Thursday, but scheduling wise we're going to have to see how it goes within the next few weeks after that because thursdays for the next weeks few weeks after i think if i'm not mistaken lands on christmas eve and new year's eve which are a little bit harder harder time obviously with the family and so on but short answer looking forward to, to hanging out with you guys next thursday again um, monday's show obviously as usual uh you know juan carlos will have his normal show as well as sam and matt obviously will have uh uh you know his normal show that he normally has uh i think tomorrow and um sam if i don't think matt is in there and I, I think sam is I'm not sure if he's still around uh let me know if you, who's who's your who's your guest for tomorrow's show but yeah tomorrow 1 p.m pacific standard time uh juan too many tks uh let's see here a tk one after the oh <laughs> that's not a bad idea uh tk after dark yes the moonlight, uh, TK and Juan moonlighting, or uh, moonlighting TK Juan. No, <laughs> um, so it is a little bit late. Yes, I, I, and I need to talk to Juan about the timing on it. I think it was more because of the, um, when when our time our time slot goes on so this i'm not sure how many of you will be able to join but i would love it if you guys are able to pop in and say hi but you're right yeah so uh if it's i think if we're trying to shoot for like a 9 p.m and 9 p.m pacific plus eight is yeah it's like a close to like four to five a.m in the morning so it's going to be early i and i'm not sure how how that goes but i think we're going to see how the timing goes out we'll see uh, but at least that's how we're inaugurating it at least then uh, but with that being said, I want to say thank you to Matt. Thank you to Aditya, IR1980, of course. Um, Greg, uh, Ronaldo, uh, Joe, uh, uh, I think, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, right there, yeah, Joe is in there. Uh, L2 Games as well. Uh, 
And I, you know what? Apple is definitely taking advantage of that. I, I, I'll talk a little bit more about that next week when we have the headphones uh, together. So Juan and I, I'm sure, as you can imagine, Juan feels very strongly about those headphones. And I did mention to him that I'm, I'm picking him up. So with that being said, uh, I want to say thank you very much to Marilyn also, Matt, to Scott, uh, Aditya, uh, Ronaldo, um, uh, and of course, I, I keep saying Matt all the time, Joe, uh, um, uh, Greg, and I think I got, oh, uh, Pugy, uh, hopefully I'm saying this, uh, it is, it is a little bit hard, I, I do appreciate, uh, I do appreciate the effort of trying to join us there, uh, but with that being said, I want to say, hope you have a great rest of the day, a great weekend, uh, and of course, hopefully, if you are getting ready for the holidays and spending time with your family, I hope you stay safe, you stay warm, uh, we're starting to feel it here in Southern California, it's actually really nice, really cold, I think yesterday, the highest we got was like 60, uh, and that's actually pretty cold for us. Uh, normally, we're more like around the 80 to 90 degree Fahrenheit, not, not Celsius, Fahrenheit. Uh, so uh, I do want to say, if again, I always recommend if you haven't had a chance to do this, call somebody that you haven't talked to for some time, reach out to a friend, a family member that you haven't talked to for some time. I, I'm almost 100% appreciative of the fact that I have friends that are reaching out and getting in touch with me that I, they haven't talked to for a long time. Uh, one of my high school buddies as well uh, was talking to me about building up or resetting his system and getting it up and running. He want you know for us to be able to play games, uh, video games together. And this is something we haven't done since back in the day where you know bulletin boards were a thing and a fourteen point four modem was a thing. If you guys remember what those things are, then you're as old as I am. If you don't, then good for you because you you're missing out on a lot of uh, frustrations when somebody picks up the phone and makes a call when you're on when you were online. So uh, but do, I do want to say definitely thank you very much for everybody coming in and, of course, hanging in there with all of the technical difficulties that we had this morning. I think Cyberpunk 2077 is a great game, and um, I am going to be turning this guy. So this is the Millennium Falcon. We had a chance to do a quick hands-on with this earlier, <laughs> showing you guys what it looked like. Uh, I'm going to be turning this guy over to my son. This is his pride and joy, so it's going to be his, obviously, to play. Uh, and I just really like the detail. Just, eh, of course, I dropped the piece. But you can definitely see here, let's see, right there. Like, you can see Lando right there. He's like, he's right at you. He's coming in. And you can appreciate uh, definitely seeing just the detail level that you get there. And of course, uh, full frame camera somewhere right there does blur effect beautifully like butter. Uh, so I'll put that actually over here. And then of course, that nice little uh, on the air unboxing of a nice little package getting it from Team Pixel, which was definitely very nice. I love those little snippets. Uh, but again, with that being said, we are at the two hour mark and we're gonna be ending it right on the dot as usual. Uh, thank you very much. See you guys very soon. Take care. And um, I'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll uh, Sam and Matt on the Across the Podcast and Monday on Juan's show. Take care.